Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the WNBL here at the Canberra Transact Capitals home ground, the AIS Arena, for today's game between the Canberra Transact Capitals and the Dandenong Jaco Rangers. Simon Peters here with Mark Aston. We've got Michelle Hocking will be heading down towards the coaches very soon. But, uh, Mark, first game back after the Christmas break and a really important game for both these teams. Indeed it is. Well, Dandenong actually played last night against the AIS. Well, it wasn't much of a game, but they uh, <laughs> had a very solid win against the AIS, who were uh, rather shocking, to say the least. But, um, yeah, a crucial game for both these teams. The Caps want to uh, rebound from that loss just before Christmas, and Dandenong, they want to establish themselves back higher up on the ladder after a pretty bad end run to the um, to the end of the season, to the end of last year as well. So, yeah, it's going to be a big night. Um, it should be a good game. Both these teams want to win this one because they play again next weekend down in Melbourne. Yeah. And uh, there's only two meetings for the season, so that'll determine the whole thing. So the team's being introduced right now to the crowd. We've still got about 13, 14 minutes to go before the game will actually tip off. Yeah, so really big, over and um, done with. big return for Dandenong, of course. This is Kathleen McLeod back into the mix. She took that had that head injury before Christmas, had quite a few weeks off, uh, had brain scans and all sorts of things. They really weren't sure what the problem was. And um, But she's back playing. She had a great game last night for them, although, you know, the big win against the AIS. But the AIS are, are down two of their two of their guns now with uh, no, no Nadine Payne and no Gretel Tippett at the AIS now. So that, that puts a pretty big hole in their offense, especially. So... Not a real surprise that they were able to put away the Institute fairly easily. Yeah, the AIS last night were just uh, rushing everything. They didn't look like they were composed at all, especially in the first half. They were poor. Came after half time. Phil Brown obviously said something to them that got them going, and they were a lot better. And uh, actually won the third quarter very convincingly. But, yeah, they, they got off to such a bad start. It was a, The match was decided after about two minutes. But it was uh, a very good performance in the first half, and you can't take it away from Dandenong. They put full-court pressure on that the AIS did not handle at all, and uh, they'll be looking to repeat that tonight, So, or this afternoon, I should say. Yeah, it's a big game for both teams. They've uh, just pausing now for the national anthem. game for both of these teams, just looking through their season so far. Dan and I have had 14 games. 
They, uh, they've only had five games against top, five, current top five teams and have only won two of those games. So a little unsure of themselves against the top five teams. The Capitals are in a similar position. They've played 15 games. They've only had four games against current top five teams. But they won three of them and they only lost to, uh, to Logan by one point. So a much better outing against the bigger teams. We'll see if that amounts to anything in this game tonight. Of course, big X factors back in for both teams. Kathleen McLeod is back. Oh, we've got Michelle with Carrie Graff, so we'll just listen in here. Well, we could be having some technical issues. I mean, we had the Christmas break. We're now focused on the playoffs. We've got seven games, six against top six teams, all in singles. So we're in playoff mode. Whatever's happened to the season now is behind us. We're working on what we need to continue to work on to make sure we've got a great position in the playoffs. And Danny Hong today, they've uh, recruited very well um, last season. Hold on a new... No, we're losing the feed there from Michelle again, but interesting to hear Graffy talking about them uh, in playoff mode already, playing for the, the positions. Uh, they've got a big run home. They're... The next uh, few games for Canberra, they've got Dandenong today and then, as we mentioned, Dandenong next week. West Coast the week after, who are playing brilliant basketball. We're playing against some former Capitals. They're playing against some former Rangers, so it's going to be a a playoff-type game. And whilst they are a new group, there's some players that are pretty familiar to Canberra. We've got Pereira and Bishop, who both played for Canberra last season. You know their games pretty well. Have you talked about that with the girls? Yeah, look, I mean, it's just as a normal part of our scout, you know, the fact that we, you know, as we do scout all the athletes, and as you say, we know, you know, Bish was here for four years, we had Shannon for a couple, so, you know, we know their games very well, but on the flip side of the coin, they know ours pretty well, and they certainly know my coaching style. So, you know, I think there's, there's advantages both ways there. And you've got Bakovic back into the lineup today, so that'll certainly help you in terms of size and rebounding. Um, generally, the group, are they fit? Are they well? Are they ready to go? Yeah, definitely. Look, I think one of the strengths of our program has always been the girls. Have, you know, they come out of Christmas extremely well conditioned. You know, they come out knowing we're, we're on a run to the playoffs and trying to win championships. So fit, fitness shouldn't be a problem for us. Having said that, it's always coming back playing basketball. But we've got great depth. Um, you know, that shouldn't be a problem for us today. And what do you think the keys to today's game are? Possession as always? <laughs> yeah, look, absolutely. And, and for us, it's to maximise our size. You know, like I said, with Robinson now not on their lineup, you know, other than Bishop, that, you know, Bishop's the only true post player in terms of size, so we've got to really maximise Tolo and Susie inside, and, and we've got to lock down, I think critically for them, we've got to lock down McLeod, um, lock down Bishop and lock down Cumming, and Tracy Gahan in the forward's going to be dangerous for him. Right, thanks for your time, Graffy, and good luck. Yep, so nothing, uh, no big surprises there, talking with Graffy, she's uh, obviously sees the, sees the value in, uh, in Ashley Robinson being gone away. That's going to, as she's mentioned, helping them size-wise. Uh, Dan and I brought in Hope Turdich, who's a, an ABA player. She's a, a decent size, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how she goes up against she, back well, big Tolo. Yeah. It, and she, she <laughs> played all right last night when she was in there, and she played quite a bit. However, she uh, did have some injury problem, an injury problem with her left shoulder. And, uh, yes, we can see it is strapped today. So uh, Mark, good to see you in Canberra. We haven't had the pleasure of having you at the AIS Arena this season. New group, new coach, uh, you know, a little bit of inconsistency so far this season. How are things travelling from your perspective? 
Oh, yeah, look, obviously they could be better. You know, having dropped uh, three games previous to the one last night really hurt us. But, you know, had a couple of injuries and, and uh, that, that had a bigger effect than I thought they would. But, look, I think we're back on track. I think it's going to be a really interesting game tonight. And, um, obviously, they're the, the litmus test, so we'll see how we come out of it. Yeah, and you did. You had a big win against the AIS last night. But, as you say, Canberra's are sort of a different kettle of fish. Have you done a lot of work in the, like, lead-up to the game, sort of scouting and that sort of stuff? Or has it been focused on what you guys do, not so much on what they do? Well, we really, uh, to be perfectly honest, we worked really hard on making sure we beat the AIS. And that was really important for us to get that win. And, uh, you know, um, what happens today happens today. I, I think they're, you know, they're really well scouted anyway, and they're well known. Their players are well known. We've got quite a few ex-caps here. So, you know, we, we've got a pretty good idea of what they do. But, you know, knowing what they do and stopping what they do is two different things. Sure. And uh, you have had a disrupted season with McLeod injuries, etc. And then uh, Robinson hasn't returned after the Christmas break. But McLeod's back in. She's well, her injury and her concussion, I think it was. Yeah, it was. It was. And she hadn't played and really only trained a couple of times last week. So for someone that's been out six weeks, she did quite well yesterday. So I'm hoping the run, you know, yesterday against the AS will do her good for today. And is she really like the engine room of your group? I mean, she's a great little guard and she controls the tempo and that sort of stuff. Is that something that you've missed critically early on? Yeah, and, and it's something that became, you know, disturbingly evident after the first or second game, how much we missed her. I, I thought we would cover it quite easily, but it, it really wasn't the case. And she, she obviously has a massive part to play in how we play, and she generates a lot of energy for us. So, yeah, we're very happy to have her back. And in terms of going into the playoffs, obviously you only play Canberra twice this season, so getting a result against them is, is pretty important if it got down to a situation where it came down to point split and that sort of thing. Yeah, and, and the, the fact really remains, because we've lost... Um, uh, six, six games, I think. Um, we have to actually beat Canberra and Berlin uh, at some stage. In the next uh, four games, we play Berlin two more times, play Canberra two more times. So we've got a pinch of win off both of them. So, you know, it may as well be today. Great. Thanks for your time and good luck. No worries. Knowing what they do and stopping what they do, two different <laughs> things. That's never a true word said there from Coach Wright. Uh, interesting that he thought that uh, they'd be able to cover the loss of Kathleen McLeod as well. So that was... Uh, I, wouldn't think that there's uh, too many teams that could go without a, 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 such a dominant player and uh, think that they'd be okay. Because they really do not have another backup, another point guard out there. And they, not just uh, another point guard. Kathleen McLeod's arguably one of the best point guards in the country. And, yeah. uh, and she, she leads this league in scoring. She's uh, you know right up there in assists and uh, is such... Michelle nailed on the head in the interview. She's the engine room of this team. And uh, yeah, they... they We'll always struggle without her in that lineup. Yeah, indeed, and she will be a key part of that, which will uh, put a lot of pressure on the uh, the point guards for the uh, for the Capitals tonight, uh, um, which will come down to uh, Alison Lacey, Nicole Hunt, and Nicole Romeo. I guess their job, as Carrie said, will be to shut McLeod down. Yeah, I just did a little bit of homework before the game, Mark, and looked at the for and against for both of these teams against teams in the top five to sort of see how they've panned out against the, the championship contenders. Dandenong a 78-4-76 against. Canberra a 73-4-59 against. So defence obviously a really big part of Canberra's game and a part of the game they're able to pull out against the better teams and against the teams that are going to be playoff contenders. So you'd be thinking that... Uh, you know, Carrie, Carrie's not going to give a lot away in their interviews with us and stuff, but uh, you'd be thinking they'd be looking to really... I mean, she did touch on it. She talked about locking down McLeod, locking down Cumming and Abby Bishop. Um, and Dandenong are renowned for scoring a lot of points in all their games. So I think you, you stop their scoring, you win the game. 
Yep, and the Caps have been known for their defence, as you said, this season, which makes their loss to Townsville in their last uh, game a little bit weird. Talking about weird. <laughs> Very weird. Picked up the Canberra Times this morning, and uh, the a Capitals line-up this afternoon is number six, Caitlin Cunningham. Nat Hurston, seven. He's in Europe Well, she's right got now, about five she? minutes to get here from, from France. So she better hurry up. Peter Sinclair is over at the AIS. Mariana Tolo is still here. Jess Bibby, Michaela Dalgleish has yep. changed numbers, but she's still here. Kelly Abrams Kelly Abram retired. Kelly Abrams out of retirement. Yeah. Donald Lofhagen's back from New Zealand, I guess. <laughs> Tracy Bibby, Kylie Lange and Tully Bevelacqua, who's well. over in uh, Perth. So that's the apparently the lineup for the Capitals today. But yeah, uh, we get home, we'll get on the email and send the uh, send the Times a uh, an up to date list. Well, we got one of them. Well, he's, he's right sitting a couple of so. seats along from us. Um, <laughs> it has been pointed out to him. That, I'm uh, sure it wasn't him. <laughs> not, I don't, I don't think that was quite what he intended to put in the paper this morning. But uh, the Capitals lineup is vastly different to uh, what you might have read in the Canberra Times this morning. I can promise you that, because uh, they're in t- in a very different team. Alison Lacey, Michaela Dalgleish, Carly Wilson, Susie Bakovic, Nicole Hunt. Jess Bibby, Mariana Tolo, Nicole Romeo, Rebecca Haynes, Hannah Bowley, Michelle Cozier, and Tracy Beattie is the actual lineup that the Capitals have got out there warming up as this game's about two minutes away from uh, getting underway. The um, Dandelong Rangers, uh, their lineup is Lauren King, Steph Cummings, Abby Bishop, Chantel Pereira, Alison Downey, Tracy Garn, Sam Woosnam, Jess Foley, Hope Turdich, and Kathleen McLeod. It's a pretty solid lineup when you look at, look at that from, uh, yeah, with Hope Turdich, however, with that shoulder worry. Yeah, and it's, it's uh, just watching her in the warm-ups. Taped um, up pretty heavily, isn't it? It is taped. And, yeah, she went off well, it's the third or the fourth quarter last night um, in a fair bit of pain. They've strapped it up. Oh, right, so that happened last night. It happened last okay. night. So, yeah, we didn't actually see what happened. It was the far end of the court from us. Everything always is when we don't see it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, she went straight off and they were quite concerned. We'll see how much of an impact, whether or not they can use her. Because, as was mentioned, the Caps have got a huge advantage size-wise. And you'd expect that height-wise, the Caps should be able to take a huge advantage of the game here tonight. Or this afternoon. A one o'clock start, very unusual start. We've got Bakovic and Wilson. Tolo Cozier. And um, Nicole Hunt. Dan and I will be starting with Steph Cumming, Kathleen McLeod, Bishop, Foley and Tracy Gahan. So no surprises there either. Susie Bakovic back in her first game for quite a while. Because that, that the loss just before Christmas to the Townsville Fire that came the, the day after the uh, the death of Susie Bakovic's father so she didn't play in that game it clearly had an effect on the team, they just were themselves in that game and they are a very tight knit group they have been helping Susie through a pretty rough period, her father had been ill for quite some time and you could, you could really see that that had an effect on that game so no real surprises there Michelle's been listening into the timeouts so we'll just throw it out of her and hear what they've had to say Coach Graff was just giving last-minute instructions around ensuring that when uh, they get the first suggestion, she really wants to run a very structured play, and offensively she wants to look to push the ball and get into as much transition game as she possibly can. The other end of the floor, Coach Wright was talking to his girls about really containment defence and that they really needed to focus on. He said, we know we can score, that's not our issue, it's whether we can contain them. 
That's exactly right. There's no denying that Dandenong has a, has a very potent offense, but uh, we haven't seen them play a lot of strong defense so far. There's a lot of, you know, you're looking down the bench on that team. You've got Lauren King, Sam Woosnam, Chantella Pereira, Alison Downey. There's no there's no rookies there. They've been around. They know the game. So yep. a bit of a cracker, I reckon. Yep, it should be a beauty. Tolo will be in the jump ball against Bishop. Teammates last season for the last couple of years here with the Capitals. Now opponents, and they will be in the jump ball. Vakovic is back. Dandadong looking for the start they got last night. It was uh, very impressive as the toss is up. Ooh. Bishop gets the last touch on it back to Garn, and Dandenong will get first use of it again tonight. Is coming, will bring it down the left wing into the corner. Inside to Bishop against Tolo, backing across the key. Flicks it out to coming. Off right to... They go inside to Garn, off to Cummings, and back of it with a defensive rebound as Dandenong don't get anything off their first possession. Cozier into Tolo, goes against Bishop. Blocked by Bishop. Coming with the ball and brings it back down. They know each other well, Tolo. And it's going to be like watching a Caps training session from last last season. season for most of this game. I think Tolo versus Bishop. McLeod with the ball. Dribbles into the middle, flicks it back to Garn, goes around Bakovic and from about 10 foot out front. Doesn't go, but gets her own rebound and sticks it back in. Yeah, just pretty rusty stuff there from Susie As Bakovic. She went out for the the ambitious block and uh, didn't recover at all allowed Tracy Gayan to, to get that offensive rebound in the easy two. So Suze will be getting her head back in. Of course, you know, this season she's only played six games. She's uh, she's well underdone this season. Last season, 24 points a game, not, almost nine rebounds a game. So the Capitals will be looking to get her back into that sort of form come playoff time. Indeed, as Hunt brings it down, Bakovic straight back to Hunt. Wilson on the right wing. Patolo Bishop just stepped in there and stole that one easily. And they had a lot of steals last night. And then oh. she loses it to Cozio coming back. Returns the favour. And Nicole Hunt will bring it across centre court for the Caps. From the top of the key to Cozio. Left corner all alone. The three's a little bit short off the front of the rim. Bishop picks up the long rebound. And McLeod, quick long pass coming into Garn underneath the basket. Has to flick it out. Foley on the right wing. Back to Garn in the corner. Garn driving in at the baskets, fouled in the act of shooting. She'll go to the line for two. She's quick. Uh, you know, we, we talked about the, the physical size matchup, and the Capitals certainly have that advantage. But Tracy Garn is, you know, she's been around a while in this league. She's she's quick. We know how good a rebounder she can be. And I think it's that that quick first step she's got. We saw a perfect example of it there, just a little give-and-go pass, and, and she blew past Susie Bakovic. Uh, I mean, that's... Yeah, not really a fair equation either. Susie's not the quickest foot speed-wise, but uh, that could be an issue. I know the Capitals are looking a bit flat defensively already, and Coach Kraft won't be stoked about that. So Garn makes the second of the free throws, and Cozier coming down the touch has knocked over McLeod. Yeah, it's... Who's been called for the blocking foul. It wasn't a huge surprise to hear Kathleen McLeod getting a, a sort of concussion injury. player just throws herself in there. Spends a lot of time on the floor. Caps move it to the left. Hunt back to Bakovic at the top. Putting it on the floor. Hands back to Hunt. Hunt to three. It's a little bit short. Bakovic tips it down. Tolo picks it up. And the Caps get another opportunity. Yeah, good good little tip out there from Susie. And good recovery from 
Mariana Tolo. Cozier off the hunt. Looking Ooh. for Tolo. Bad pass. Out of bounds. Turnover against the Caps. Well, the Caps are a little rusty. rusty. Yeah, <laughs> a little rusty. A little too much Christmas cheer. But uh, we know they've got the ability, so they'll get back into this game. As McLeod drives into the paint off to Garn. Back to Foley. A three, and then it goes. Six nothing. That's a nice right shot. Now, the Rangers. Yeah, Michelle Cozier really bearing down on a good defense from her, but. Foley is a very good, very underrated player, so she'll make those shots. Bakovic driving in the paint, had a shot blocked first up by uh, Bishop. According to the referees, it was a clean block, but Bakovic yep. got back, stuck it in. Two good persistence from points. As the uh, scoreboard um, hasn't quite caught up with anything right now. It's actually 6-2, not 3 nothing. as <laughs> Bishop gets it high post, going against Tolo. Flick, flick left. Overcooks it. Back of it, can she keep it alive? No. Put her foot on the end line before she got it back in. The scoreboard's had some uh, too long a Christmas break as well. Yeah, well, the... Um, Just trying to get itself Yeah, right now, according to the scoreboard, there's three fouls against the Capitals and none against the Rangers, which we know ain't quite right because we just <laughs> saw one. <laughs> yeah, so actually... I'm not quite uh, sure the... Uh, Tracy Gowan's got uh, the only score of the game, but... The referee's just coming over now to ask what's going on there with the bench. So, a bit of a pause. But, uh, yeah, a bit of a slow start for the Capitals so far. Mark Wright's calling his team over, and quite wisely so, to have a little unofficial timeout. He'd be fairly happy with how they're going. That, uh, Scoreboard's had a little bit too much Christmas and New Year. <laughs> the, um, that matchup between Tolo and Bishop's going to be an interesting one all, all game there. They are pretty similar sort of style of player. And uh, so far in the first, I mean, that's early days, not even three minutes have gone in this game yet, but Abby Bishop seems to be winning that contest at the moment. But we saw that last score down there from Susie Bakovic. She's able to step into that lane. If she gets in that close, she's an absolute monster well, under the, the basket. The, yeah, the, they can't defend her down no. there, and especially with Tolo. Um, those two down there on offence... They it's can't funny. stop them both. People always talk about Susie because she is a big player and she's got a, a very solid and very strong outside shot. But I think some people uh, underplay her ability under the basket sometimes. She is a, she gets in there, she is so strong and has got those long arms and really good footwork under the basket. She's going to score at will if they let her in there. Well, the board is slowly updating itself. It's 7-2 now. They've caught up on that. Um, however, right now it looks like Alison Lacey, who hasn't even been on court, has got the only two points for the Capitals. <laughs> Still a couple um, of issues, but uh, the score's in the right place. That, that'll do us for now. And Hannah Bowley's got two fouls. She hasn't been out on court either. <laughs> Inbound pass to Foley, who's fouled in the act of shooting. Cozier gets called for that one. And she'll go to line for a couple of free throws. So Dandelong has certainly started off the better here. Just Foley's a bit of an, uh, an X factor for the uh, for the Rangers too. She's in a lot of ways. I mean, they're different styles of player, but the effect they can have on the game. She's very similar to Jess Bibby. She can, uh, all, you know, always solid, not always you know dominant, but on any given night can get out there and just really light it up and really take over a game. And you've really got to play them straight up all the time. Bakovic, turn around, banks one in off the glass. She's got the first four points for the Capitals. Just That's too what strong we're in talking there. about, yeah. Had three Bishop. players around her and still got the shot she wanted. Bishop has it tipped away. She picks it up. Back to McLeod and Bakovic coming back in has fouled her. That's a good now, foul early on. You're not going to let Kathleen McLeod walk into the key and make a layup. 
Now, up on the board, the caps are in the penalty foul-wise, according to that. I'm not sure whether no. they're quite there yet. Um, That's only their second. This was a shooting foul, so it doesn't matter. And the other two have been shooting fouls as well. Um, but, dear, we, d- we don't want them getting uh, free... Th- free throws without actually earning them. Come on, we're live on national TV today too. It's making Canberra look bad. 7-4 is the actual score. Or 8-4, I should say. How many fouls have we got on there? It's actually, yeah, it should be three now. This will be the third. Yeah. yeah. So that, this is actually only the third team foul against the Capitals. Not five, as it's saying up there on the board. As... Kathleen McLeod at the free throw line gets her first basket. Her first points. Second one will drop eventually in back of inbound it to Nicole Hunt to bring into the front course. Well, Kathleen McLeod was on a hip and the referee says too much on the hip. Well, he let it, he let it go for a bit there too, so he gave McLeod the opportunity to ease off. Of course, that, they were teammates last year. That was some nice riffing. They were indeed, yeah. Hunt was with Dandenong last year. She gets the ball off the inbound, off to Cozier on the left wing. Hunt to Wilson, right corner, all alone. Three, white, white drop for her. Coming with an outlet from the rebound, finds McLeod in the front court. Hunt's back there to keep her down. Oh, and nice. Cozier with a steal, but it's oh. she had to chuck it back in and only found McLeod. Off to Foley, or coming. Three for Steph coming from, out, from the, the right side. And boy, are they looking good right now. 13 to 4. Tolo, low post, back out to Bakovic. Three from the top. On that, seven <laughs> points for Susie Bakovic. So Susie dominating all over the floor, scoring-wise. She's got two down in the low post and then just says, well, you know, you guys put up a three. I'll show you what I can do as I well. I can do it too. <laughs> Bakovic diving on the floor is just... Almost came up with a steal. But uh, just touched the sideline. So, well, Susie's certainly back into it. Yes, Bibby comes in. As Cozier sits down. Interesting that Bibby's not in the starting lineup sometimes. McLeod with the ball off the inbound. Looking to drive back left, step underneath and check it back out to Garn. Left side in the corners, Foley for three, left it short. Wilson defensive rebound for the Capitals. And then she'll bring it into the front court. It was all positioning in the centre. Takes on Garn, driving inside Ooh. and then threw a bad pass as Tolo sort of stopped and hadn't kept going. McLeod at the other end will drive in and lay it up. Kerry Graff wants to talk it over, not surprising here. No surprise. About 5.34 gone in the first, or left in the first quarter. Yeah, the Capitals just looking, uh, you know, I wouldn't say it's a, um, I mean, Dan and I are playing well, don't, don't get me wrong there, I'm not taking away anything from them, but, but the Caps look to still pretty much be in first gear and just going up and down, uh, with the exception of Susie Bakovic, who's looking... Pretty threatening already from uh, shooting-wise, but um, the, the you know, Graffy will be going through it, let them know the game plan, what they need to do, and uh, as we discussed, you know, I think there's no surprise it'll be about shutting Dandenong down. It's not even five minutes into this game, we've let them score 14 points in this quarter already. So the real goal here will be to put the brakes on their scoring, and then that'll bring them back to Canberra anyway once they. A team that scores a lot of points like this, you stop them scoring, they they start questioning 
shitting themselves all over the floor and wondering. And, and that, that happened last night. Yeah. They had the run in the first half. The start of the second half, the uh, they didn't handle it well, and, well, Mark Wright just lost it after about two minutes. He yep. ben- benched his starting five. <laughs> benched a lot of them. <laughs> wow. Took them off, put on the... Uh, other five and left the bench, the starting five sitting there for quite a while. Let's go downstairs. Coach Graff was uh, fairly animated in that timeout. She's disappointed that the team hasn't stuck to the scout. Uh, that she thinks that uh, we're struggling offensively and really focused on what they need to be doing at the offensive end of the floor. And talked about the fact that yeah, Dandenong are playing some physical D in the paint, but you just got to get used to it and play through it, girls. The other end of the floor, we had uh, Coach Wright talking to his girls around the defensive end, and that he was do- thought they were doing a good job, but they're going to switch it up and stick back some man at the Capitals to see what happens there. All right, we'll see how that pans out. As Nicole Hunt brings it back into the front court. Wilson on the right wing goes around a screen from back of it. Hunt left side into Tolo low post and takes oh. it in over the top of Bishop. That was very easy for Tolo just to walk into that low post spot. McLeod driving inside, back out to Bishop. Three from the top left, a little bit short off the front of the rim. It'll run out of bounds. And that was Mariana Tolo again. She ran at, at Bishop and you saw at the last minute Abby sort of lean back on that shot and have to change the arc, change direction to uh, avoid the, the league's top Block shot daughter. blocker. <laughs> yep. And she does have a bit of a height advantage. Yep. Got a few inches. As Hunt will put up a three from the top off the front of the room, though. McLeod with the ball. Brings it straight down the centre of the court. Coming on the right into Bishop. Taking on Tolo. Spinning around and, well, Banks one in. Crowd calling for a bit of a travel, but nothing Ooh. coming from the referees. I think Wilson's taken a bit of a Took a shot in the face there, Carly Wilson, I think, from the, the fallout of that drive. Just checking for blood. <laughs> I think she's all right. Into Tolo. Bishop. Oh. Count the basket. He won't. <laughs> Ooh, Carly Wilson is looking. And Bishop's called. Not good. She's got, now the blood's coming out of that nose. So Cozier will come back in. Yeah, I think she, she knew it from... Uh, I mean, it was, a, it was a good shot by Bishop in the end because she really was out of control on that drive. There was sort of too much wrestling with, with Tolo. We saw it down here. It resulted in a foul that she's given away, but uh, she really careered right into Carly Wilson. Hunt with the ball off the inbound. Back for Cozier, right wing. She'll dribble, come around the screen, drive baseline, try to lay it up. Bishop got back and blocked it. Garned to Cummings, who has a stolen from her by Jess Bibby. So Caps get up straight back. 17-9, Dandenong leading as they try to chuck it inside in a bad pass. That was a very by Garn. Cummings at the other end on the fast break, straight down the middle for a layup. Too easy. Hunt brings it down to Bibby on the right wing. Bakovic, top of the key, driving inside, gets his loose ball back. Drives at the basket. <laughs> Layup will count. She'll go to the line for the free throw. Susie is just Abby Bishop's been called for that one. She is not happy. She thought it was going to be somebody else. Over there, talking to another ref now, trying to work out what the well, call he's, was. He's the one that signalled it to the yeah. bench. So, so two for her early. That's um, not what they needed. Woosnam comes in. Downey's in as well. Susie looks to be particularly on that. That offensive set, she just wanted the ball in her hands and she was going all the way in. She, that first drive, she knocked down uh, a late 
late blocking attempt from McLeod and just reversed back out and drove on him again. And uh, Susie wants to make a bit of a statement, I think. A little bit of a tricky inbound play there. Downey was having trouble, so McLeod ran out of bounds, took a pass, and then chucked it back to Downey. It stepped inbound. <laughs> Garn driving inside. off Back out to Woosnam at the top left. Wing is McLeod. Going to the baseline on the left. Nicole Romeo now into the game watching her. Shot won't go. Back of it, defensive rebound. Off to Cozier. Cozier to Bibby on the right wing. Driving to the baseline. The pull-up jumper won't go. But Cozier on the other side sticks it back in. And the Caps are closing the gap 19-14. to 14. Much, much better play from Canberra. Cummings into Garn. Oh, Bakovic with a steal. She has done everything. Her stats are going to be unbelievable at quarter time. Steals, blocks, lots of points. Into Tolo. Woosnam can't stop wow. her. What a turnaround. And Mark Wright wants to talk it over. <laughs> <laughs> Just the momentum has turned right around with ba- Abby Bishop out of there. Yeah. 19-16. I think it was turning before Abby got her second foul. It was certainly going back in the favour of Canberra. But, uh, yeah, whatever was said in that timeout before by Coach Graff has had an immediate effect. And, uh, Bakovic's got 10 points, two rebounds. A steal. Uh, one assist. <laughs> only one steal. I thought it was more than that. So, uh, yeah, she has been impressive, and certainly she has been the big factor in the Caps getting back into this um, and getting back to with to trailed by just three. Abby Bishop uh, with just two points, a couple of rebounds and a steal, a couple of blocks, though. Yeah, they've really let go of, of Tolo. They did a, f- a really good job in that first five minutes of pinning down Mariana Tolo, but she has been uh, running freely in the last three. And, w- and without Bishop there to defend her, yep. they're going to be in real big trouble for the rest of this quarter, I'd say, because yep, I don't think Bishop will be back before quarter time. Michelle's been listening in to the timeouts. Coach Wright had one thing to talk about, and that was the fact that getting caught behind in the post and they're just getting killed inside. And he said, we talked about that, we scouted this, you cannot afford to do it. If we let them get front position, we will die all night. Uh, Graffy at the other end of the floor was talking about just getting some offensive sets going. She's pretty comfortable with the way the momentum swung, and she's feeling like Canberra's getting into the groove. Yeah, I'd be pretty comfortable with that momentum swing as well. Mark Wright's not, he's talking to the referees. Don't he's know he's, he's probably trying to change the momentum. Too Give much to complain about. Yeah. But, uh, Besides the uh, scoreboard, there's not much else to complain about. For the maybe that's what he is looking at: is the um, the box, the actual official score sheet versus the scoreboard. Yeah. Had a few issues. You certainly want to know foul-wise as well. Well, there they try this play again, and Cozier tips the ball. Cozier's t- reached in and tipped it away, and they've called a technical on Cozier. A T. For slowing up the game. It will be the wow. delay of game. <laughs> they're, they're trying this uh, little inbound play where uh, Garn or Downey or whatever passes back to McLeod, who comes out of bounds. So two players out of bounds, and yeah. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Free throw for McLeod is good. Twenty to four to six. Twenty-one to sixteen. Twenty. As McLeod gets it off the inbound pass, comes inside, back to Woosnam, driving inside. Tolo steals it away. Off to Bibby. Cummings was there to slow her up. 
Bibby still with the ball, driving in the paint. Out to Cozier, left back to Romeo at the top of the key. He'll set up the play from there. So he gets set. Cozier comes back out, gets the ball left wing. Bibby at the free throw line into Tolo underneath the basket. Oh, Tolo did well. Oh. She, was, she was well underneath the basket, almost on the baseline there, and just a little step back toward. Probably still wasn't going to be a great shot, but did enough to draw the foul, so she'll go and make the two easy free throw shots. Bishop's back in. That tells you how worried they yep, are. Yep, yep. <laughs> It's like, hmm, we're getting killed. We need you back out there. Don't foul. <laughs> Both teams shooting 50% at this stage of the game as Tola makes the first free throw, makes the second. And that's her first points for the game. And they're pretty impressive at the free throw line. The Caps making them both. Got all theirs. And uh, Dandelong, a 7 of 8. As Dandelong scored to extend the lead back to 5. Hunt, uh, Romeo brings it down to Bibby off to Beatty to Cozier on the right wing, driving across the key back out to Romeo nine seconds on the shot clock Bibby from the left wing Ooh. a little bit short in and out almost in and out and McLeod outlets to coming in the front court coming almost loses it back to Downey in the paint shot won't drop for him Beatty with a defensive rebound yeah she saw Tracy Beatty coming up the lane there and again had to change the shot Tolo under the oh. basket, and well, Bishop, that's all Bishop can do is stand there. Oh, it's like Abby was waiting for the step, waiting for her to, to front the basket. Tolo just said, no, I know exactly where I am. I'm just going to flip it up over my head and in the basket. Takes on Tolo. Beatty couldn't get the shot to drop. Beatty with it. I mean, Bishop couldn't get the shot. Oh, man. Hands it off to Romeo, who will just beat the clock and get it across centre court. Drives down the centre of the lane. Shot won't go. Tolo fighting for it. But McLeod ends up with it for Dandenong. Eight-foot jumper from out front. That yeah, was just too a, easy. You just that's a dangerous matchup, Romeo. Romeo and McLeod. McLeod's just doing whatever she likes out there at the moment. And, yeah, we're seeing Nicole Hunt come up to the bench to sub back on. Into Tolo. Ooh. Well, did she get a bump? I'm pretty <laughs> sure Bishop she might have got away the, with one there. The top of the well, right now, Bishop was holding her uh, ribs. As Downey comes back down and scores. Bishop knew she took a bump and a half. She's still holding her side. Romeo dribbles to the left wing. 23 seconds till quarter time. Dandenong will have the lead. Cozier gets it in the right wing. Drives in the paint oh, and lays it in. 27-22 with 10 seconds left. One last opportunity here. McLeod, Romeo's defending her. Back to Downey for three. Left it off the front of the rim. Won't go. Cozier, outlet pass to Bibby. Won't get a shot off in time. Although she almost sunk it from halfway. <laughs> Might have won a proton if she'd done that at halftime. <laughs> well, at halftime, the Dandong Rangers, 27, leading the Canberra Capitals, 22. And that's a bit of a surprise, but they did start well, Dandong, and have managed to hold on and... But uh, I think they have got some problems. It's interesting. There's, there's match-up issues depending on who's on the floor, of course, but there's different match-up issues for different teams all, all over. We see when, when Bishop's out there, well, Bishop's not out there, Tolo is just moving around at will, and it also gives Susie Bakovic more rain and more range to be able to move around. When, uh, when Hunt isn't out there, 
we see, see the reverse. We've seen McLeod just go to work down at their offensive end. Nicole, Nicole Romeo is just not able to keep up with her defensively. But um, I guess that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a battle of, of match-ups throughout the game and at different periods. So we will continue to wait and see how this pans out. But at the moment, it's looking like the corker that we thought it would be. Yeah, a couple of 10-point games right now. Kathleen McLeod, leading scorer for Dandenong. She's got 10. And Susie Bakovic has got the 10 points for the uh, for the Capitals. But, gee, the scoring percentages have been absolutely brilliant. 47 and 50% for Dandenong. Wow. So, uh, and they've been very good at the free-throw lines. Tolo with eight is the second-leading scorer for the Canberra Capitals. As we... Uh, As we did get the stats, but Michelle's over there yeah. listening in. Michelle's listening into what the coaches are saying as Dandenong are about ready to come back out. To start the second quarter. The Caps should have possession. It'll be uh, Bibby Hunt, Tolo, Bakovic, and Wilson will be out for the Capitals, while Bishop Pereira, Downey, McLeod, and Woosnam. Is the lineup for the Dandenong Rangers as Michelle has been listening. Coach Wright uh, was really focused on the fact that they still are not doing a good enough job of blocking up the paint for the Capitals and also around the fact that any time that they let Susie get on the glass or Tolo get on the glass, we're going to get punished. So he really wants them to focus on slipping over posts, make sure they're fronting them and forcing them behind and getting on the glass. At the other end of the floor, Coach Graff was focused on the offensive sets that Canberra is playing and really wanting to make sure that, you know, that they're focused, they're doing what they need to do and they're getting the good opportunities that come their way. In terms of the scoreboard, they're having all sorts of difficulties at the moment. Uh, everything that can go wrong is going wrong and they're just going to have to monitor it. <laughs> We've had a lot of rain. We could blame it on that, seeping into <laughs> it or something. Nicole Hunt driving at the basket Ooh. on the Capitals' first possession. Bishop with the defensive rebound as it just wouldn't drop for Hunt, and McLeod brings it into the front court. Woosnam on the left, taking on Tolo, who Ooh. slips to her knees, and... Ooh, I'm not sure that she's going to be called for there. a foul she, there. She definitely had a little bit of a trip and was down on her knees reaching for the ball. Picks up a second personal. Yeah, I think she's a little bit surprised that she got called for a foul, but uh, Woosnam will go to the line for the free throw. And makes it, so she gets the three-point play, her first points of the night. And uh, didn't score any last night, so she's making up for... She was the only person not to score for the Rangers last night. Wilson, cross-court. Bibby from the right for three. No, a little bit long. Back of it, keeps it alive. Back out to Hunt. Hunt to Bibby on the right wing. Goes to the baseline, manages to get it to Tolo. Back to back of it. Three from her with 16 (laughs) seconds on the shot clock. Susie's got 13. At 100%, mind you. She's feeling it. <laughs> Has not missed a shot. Bishop brings it down. McLeod with the ball near half court. We're going to set up a play. Woosnam top of the key, taking on Tolo, who blocks her shot. Pereira picks up the scraps. Blocked that one as well. Let's wait and see if they call that one. But anyway, the ball out of bounds off Tolo. It's got to be a block. Two in a row there for Tolo. But Pereira will inbound the ball for Dandelong. A long outlet pass to Bishop. Bishop taking on Bakovic. Backs it down to the baseline. Shot won't go. Tolo defensive rebound. Quickly to Bakovic. Bakovic drives it across centre court. Give it to Nicole Hunt and see if she'll set up the play. 
Top of the key. Uses a screen. Tries to force a pass into Tolo. Bishop stays there and knocks it out of bounds. And Nicole Hunt's made a couple of... I think that's about a third. I don't know if they'll call that one a turnover, but um, made some, some pretty poor passes early on in this game. Back of it, another two. Got the ball off the inbound, turn around. Still perfect, 15 points. Woosnam taking on Bakovic. Go Drives aside, gives it to Downey in the left corner. Back into Woosnam, low post across the key she goes. Hook shot won't go. Bakovic defensive rebound. Off to Bibby, but Bishop stepped in and saw that one coming. She'll go into the low post. Walks around, yeah, nice try. lays it in. Very good move there from Abby. She knew it was just a one-on-one with Susie, and once Susie committed to that block... Oh, how, can, how can there not be a foul there as Tolly got smashed mm. in the back by uh, Bishop? Pereira back at the other end lays it in. Boy, referees certainly missed that one, and that would have been crucial because that would have been three on Bishop. Certainly would have, and it would have been two points to the Capitals. Yeah. That was a shocking decision. Bishop Burby on the left wing gets it. Into Bakovic at the elbow. Puts it on the floor, drives inside. Nothing called again. Tolo picks it up. Ooh, oh, that, that, again, Bishop is just reaching. Swallowed their whistle. Yeah. Whistles. She's just reaching over and blocking the arm while Tolo's shooting, and that's definitely a foul. Yep. Blues them to Bishop, driving inside, takes on Tolo and lays it in. Now, Dan and I are winning this little battle of wills at the moment. You see... Canberra clearly frustrated with the lack of calls, but uh, Dan and I just keep doing it, and they've scored. They've scored the last three trips down the floor. Wilson to Bakovic, three from the right, and she's no longer perfect. No. Four tipped out of bounds, and on Bibby, we get a timeout called by the Capitals. It's yeah, a good timeout. Yep, it's going to be a couple of substitutions, but uh, yeah, referees at least lost the plot there because there was a couple of absolute muggings underneath the basket that uh, Abby got away with. Yeah, two, two very clear fouls there from us. So the, uh, the refs have just got to really watch that. That I mean, anything that's going to, you know, physical contact that's going to make someone change their shot like it did with Tolo, oh. then that puts her in uh, that disadvantage. And yeah. We'll just have to I mean, isn't that the definition of a foul? <laughs> Uh, Graffy made a, a very good time out just to to get her get her team back on the on the the game plan. Now it was down to down to four points there. It's back out to nine now. Yep, uh, 36-27 with 6:55 to go till halftime. Uh, back of it with 15. Tolo eight, the leading scorers. McLeod still with 10, and Bishop with six right now, the leading scorers for Dandenong. As uh, we're about to hear from Michelle, who's been listening into the uh, timeouts. Coach Graff had two key areas she was focused on. Offensively, she really wants the girls not to just settle for the open outside perimeter shot. She wants to see the inside feeds, and she wants to see them going inside a bit more. At the defensive end, she really just talked about containing the penetration. And at the other end of the floor with Mike Ryan, he was talking to his girls about continuing to put the ball on the floor and take the shots that the defense gives up. So Dandelong with the ball on the backcourt as Pereira inbounds it to McLeod. Brings it down. Kings into the game for the first time this afternoon. Off to Pereira, right wing. Back to Bishop. Putting it on the floor. Going to the baseline. Back across the paint. Hook shot. Won't go for a Wilson oh. in there. Lost it to King. Who outlets to Bishop. Off to Garn driving in. King, baseline jumper. In it goes. 
And right now their offense is working well. Romeo on the front court to Tolo. Bishop with the reach in that uh, could have been called in other games. Tolo under the basket, gets the ball back and... Probably a little unlucky not to get the foul call there as well. Garn came sort of in late on that shot. Didn't put her off the shot. She was able to make the basket, but there was definitely some contact. Certainly was. Garn with it in the front court. Back to McLeod. McLeod right side for Wilson, uh, for King. Gives it back to McLeod. Long out the side shot. Won't go. Yeah, she knew straight off the bat. It wasn't a great shot. No one in any kind of rebounding position there. And uh, the ball pretty much hit the ring and went straight out of bounds. Cozy gets the ball off the inbound and brings it down the left wing. 38-29, Dandelong still leading. Bowley to Romeo on the right wing. Going to take on McLeod, is she? No, gets it to Bowley, low post. Takes on Bishop underneath the block. Ball tipped loose. McLeod ends up with it. No contact again. Pereira looking to drive to the basket. Can't. Goes back to McLeod. Bishop. Takes it down inside and it oh, throws wow. a terrible pass. Ooh. Way over the top. Into the crowd and hit one of the juniors there. Watch, watching on his mum's lap. He seems okay. Mum gives him a kiss and everything's cool. But uh, he was talking around and the ball just hit him smack in the head. It is. We've got another timeout. 5.23 to go. Uh, yeah. There's a conspiracy theory going around that the refs want to get this game finished before 3 o'clock for the ABC <laughs> TV coverage. So uh, uh, it wouldn't be the first time the ABC cut the uh, end of a game. <laughs> 11-7 is the score here in the second quarter as uh, Dandelong leading yet again and have extended out that lead to nine right now, 38-29. But uh, Tolo's now got 10 points as well. So she's the second player for the Capitals in double figures. But they've only had four scorers, which is unusual for the Capitals because the Caps tend to... Uh, get a lot of contributions from a lot of players so yeah, I'm I think, sure you know, they'll work on that in the second half. We've talked about it already they're, they're, they're just looking a little out of sorts, they're not looking terrible but they're certainly not playing as well as we know they can play so uh, we've already seen a, a pretty vast improvement in the last 10 minutes from the first five so uh, we'll expect to see the Caps push back in this game as Michelle's been talking to the coaches. Right, just really wanted to work through their transition sets and make sure that they were organised. He didn't feel that they were running uh, their transition sets into their half-court sets effectively and he really wanted to focus on that. The other end of the floor, Coach Graff was uh, talking again about containing them defensively and talked about, you know, take a step off, make them shoot the three and see what happens after that. Cozier left wing into Wilson, low post turnaround. Won't go for it. Cozier comes in and gets the offensive board for the Caps. Drives around a couple of players and a little hook shot. Left that one short. Bowley can't keep it alive. It comes back to her though from Turdish. Ball loose. McLeod will pick it up. Dandenong have it. The luck is going with Dandenong right now. King off to Gahan on the left wing. Back to McLeod, top of the key. Cozier defending her. Pereira left wing looking to drive baseline. Oh my. Well, (laughs) she put her arm out and knocked it to the. pushed it away. Right in That's front a foul. of the referee. That's a foul. <laughs> oh, Romeo man. back into the front court off to Cozier. Well, they got one. A blocking foul on Chantel Pereira. And it'll be Caps ball from the right wing. 4.30 to go still here in the second quarter. Romeo gets in the right corner. Back to Cozier. 
Tozier to Wilson on the left. Totolo low post. Puts it on the floor, drives inside, lays it in. Takes a bit of a tumble as she did. And a kick in the head on the way through. Oh, Charge. Wow. And I don't know that that is a... Uh, I was going to say that the calls have been going against Canberra, but yeah. that was not a charge. I, I don't think the uh, half circle uh, counts or not. I don't know what... Regardless of the half circle, <laughs> Carly came in there pretty late, so it was either just a no call or a foul to Carly Wilson. Uh, I mean, she know well, it. You saw the look on her face when she got up. It was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll take that. We'll take that one. <laughs> well, we haven't had too much success down the other end lately, so might as well claim one. Absolutely. Romeo gets it off the inbound pass and dribbles down the left wing. Wilson's top of the key is goes to Bakovic, who takes on Bishop. Bishop with almost a steal, knocked out of bounds, caps ball, though. It's worth noting that, you know, refereeing is like playing and they can get out of practice and they can they can have a bit too much Christmas cheer as well. So everyone yeah. looks to be a little rusty out there at the moment. Alison Lacey just came oh, in. Yeah. Wilson got the ball back off the inbound pass just. but hadn't quite got back in court. Just. About <laughs> half a second later and that would have been gold. <laughs> Pereira then brings it back into the front court. Uh well, it's been a game. Foley to King on the left wing. Pereira and King playing handies off. Bishop a three from the right. And Lallis and Lacey stepping in has been called for the foul. Oh, man. That is a shocker. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, speechless. <laughs> um, uh. So Bishop goes to the line for a couple of free throws. What's that thing your mother says? If you don't have anything good to say about someone, don't, don't say, say it at all. anything. <laughs> anyway, Abby lines up for number two, which she misses. It's a three-point uh, shot that she was on, so she gets three attempts. Second one certainly missing. Does make that one. So Bowley will inbound it to Lacey. And she'll bring it down the right wing. Back of it, steps out and gets it out on the right wing. Back to Lacey at the top of the key. Pass inside to Bally, but around the corner finds Cozier for three from the right, and it's nice. all that. That was a great pass, outlet pass there too. And the lead's back Bally. down to five, 39. King. In the corner for Garn, cross court to Foley, lost oh, it behind wow. her. Just butterfingers there from Foley. Yeah. She was as surprised as everyone else. Now it's Lacey with the ball bringing it up for the Caps. Carly Wilson, the left side. She drives into the shoulder, kicks it to Lacey. Thought about the shot. She goes down to Cozy, who's got the high. She got double figures. And that was a wise choice from Allison Lacey. She thought about it, but then she, she caught Cozy a wide open out of the corner of her eye and kicked it on. Mark Wright, not happy. <laughs> 39-37. Close as this has been for quite a while. Foley back to Garn, 2.42 time. Cozy now into double figures. She's the third capital. Oh, as they drive. throw it away, and Cozy ends up with it. Yeah. Bakovic on with Pereira the steal. Pass that straight to Susie Bakovic's chest. Cozy right wing. Wilson's on the left wing calling for it, but Lacey at the top. Give it to Wilson now. Bailey went low post, didn't get the pass. Wilson, six seconds on the shot clock. Back to Lacey. 
Four seconds on the shot clock. Get a, get a shot up. And they steal it. Well, well, that's... No, I don't agree with that call either because... Well, Wilson... Dandenong had possession King had, had clear possession of it and she knocked it out of bounds off the Capitals' bay. That's possession turnover. Well, it didn't even go out of seconds. bounds in the end. She had the possession, which means the possession shot should have, should have reset... She fell out of bounds but kept the ball in and threw it straight into Cozy's hands. To try and uh, get yeah. it out of bounds because she was in trouble. Yep. Another bad mistake. I've got to read the rule book again. <laughs> Who said I could read? Cummings drives inside. Back out to McLeod. Pass in for Garn underneath the basket. Oh, nice. And she manages to reverse lay up that one. 41-37. Minute 48 to half time. Back to Victor Cozy on the right wing. Cozy are dribbling towards the baseline. Reaching for Steph Cumming will be called for a foul. <laughs> she doesn't look happy either. It's like, well, I've been doing that all game and now yeah, you suddenly called now it. you get it. <laughs> you can't blame the players. Cozy inbound to Bakovic underneath the basket. Backs out of there and foul in the act of shooting. She'll go to the yeah. line for a couple of free throws. And that's, that's, the, uh, that's probably the worst shot Susie's taken all game. It wasn't a great look. She was falling backwards, a little one-handed shot up there. Not really one you'd want to foul, but I guess that's, that's why Susie is, is such a good player. She gets in and in around there and defenders panic. They go, well, she's within five feet of the basket. Quick, quick, get on it. That's Tracy Garn's <laughs> third foul of the game. Wow. Minute 37 from half time. I don't think they've realised. Well, you probably sit her down. Bakovic makes the free throws. And it's 41-38 as McLeod brings it down the right wing. Passing for Bishop, who was left all alone under Way the basket. Too easy. Defence went to sleep on her. Yep. Let her walk in there and get an easy layup. And Lacey brings it back into the front court. Cozy left wing. Back to back of it, top of the key. Lacey cutting inside. Hand off to Tolo. Ooh. Layup won't go for it. Gets her own offensive board. Back to Lacey for the baseline shot and hits it. Good shot from Lacey. She was pretty open and no one came out to, to get on her. She's got a great size match up there with, um, with Kathleen McLeod. We've seen oh. both the capital small guards struggle a bit with McLeod. It's a, a good move from Graffy to put Lacey onto her. Lacey's, uh, I mean, we don't know a lot about her defensive game. We haven't seen her play a lot of game at all, but uh, she's certainly athletic. We know she's quick and she's um, got a long arm reach and can is so far doing a good job of shutting down McLeod. Well, calls of three seconds in there, but and in the end, Dandelong chucked it away. Although we saw it, not a lot of amazing, you know, typical in-your-face D from... Lacey, but put enough pressure on McLeod to have her pretty much throw that out of bounds. Lacey will bring it into the front court, gets it to back of it. Cozier from oh, the wow. left wing all alone. Oh, it's in and out. <laughs> and Foley, though, comes up with a rebound. Down to McLeod. Three from her from the left. Was oh, all not, a, oh. not a great shot selection, <laughs> but, but it dropped. 46-40. 28 seconds as Cozier passes to Wilson from the left wing for three. Won't go. Cozier gets some steamrolled as and she's trying to grab the called. rebound and they call it. Abby's arguing the case, but there's no argument to be had. McLeod just pushing off, pushing uh, Cozier off balance there. So Is that three on uh, McLeod as well? Uh, They're going to have some foul trouble. Hurt. And I think it will hurt them later in the game. 
Well, as the a game lot, goes on, a lot of where Dandenong in this game have have put pressure on Canberra is that physicality, and uh, if the big players start getting into foul trouble, you know, we've got Gahan with three, um, McLeod's got three. Abby Bishop is leading a, a blessed life with only one. <laughs> well, it says one, but I'm pretty sure she's got more than that. Yeah, but uh, if foul trouble puts them away from that style of game, I think we'll see Canberra start to take over. One last play then before halftime as Pereira looks to set it up from the top of the key, taking on Lacey. Drives inside and... It's a bailout there. That was unfortunate foul from... Who's uh, it on? was on Lacey, a reaching, I think, in the end, but... Uh, because she didn't have to do it. She wasn't Tolo going was anywhere, there. and she drove straight into Tolo and, and lost the ball. So uh, Pereira lucky with a with a bit of a bailout. Yeah, second on Lacey. She'll sit down for the last five seconds. Romeo comes yeah. in. Bit of a statement, I think that might be. Not happy. You can uh, sit down. Pereira makes the first of the free throws. 47-42 as we will be going into half time in five seconds. She makes them both. 48-42. Can Romeo get a shot off in time? An off balance three. You're going to call that one a foul, ref? Nope, nothing's uh, called. Daniel looking for an offensive <laughs> foul, but um, <laughs> half time. It's, it's been all happening here so far at the AIS Arena. The Rangers 48 leading the Capitals 42. In what's been a, a very, very physical encounter so far. But as we mentioned, a couple of the Dandenong players in foul trouble now and uh, that could have a drastic effect on their style of defence and uh, that could turn well into the Canberra's favour. So we shall wait and see. Indeed it could. 48-42, Dandenong lead. As uh, we look at the Capitals line-up in 16 for uh, Susie Bakovic, 12 Tolo, 13 for... For Cozier, or was it 12 for Cozier? 12 for Cozier as well. So the two of them are all the leading scorers, but they need to get more contributions because Alison Lacey's got two, and that's it. Which tells you that Jess Bibby hasn't scored. Uh, so the Caps definitely need to get more out of their, their, their bench and the rest of their players. 16 for Kathleen McLeod to be the leading scorer for Dandenong and just about all of their players have scored. They've got contributions out of, well, everyone that's been on court, in fact. Uh, the only one that hasn't been out there is Hope Turdit. She hasn't played, so all the others have actually scored. Um, so Kathleen McLeod, it says 16 up there, 13 on the official. We'll wait and see if that updates. 48-42 is the uh, score. Abby Bishop with nine. Is there as in second. So the shooting percentages, uh, Dandenong is still up at 53% to 41 for the Caps. So their percentage came down in that quarter. Three of seven for Dandenong from three-point land, while the Caps are four of 14. Cozier, of course, did a few of them. Free throws have been very good. The Caps six of seven and Dandenong 11 of 14. Rebounds. One in favour of Dandenong, 16 to 15. Assists, 8 6 in favour of the Caps. Steals, 6 5 in favour of the Caps. Three all the blocks and the turnovers. Dandenong turned it over 11 times. The Capitals have turned it over seven times in the uh, in the first half of, uh, well, a battle. Yeah, it's going to be a really been. interesting second half. I mean, 
I think early on Canberra didn't deal well with the physicality. Uh, we saw a couple of um, pretty smart timeouts from Coach Graf when they were clearly mentally flustered and just getting upset and uh, she was able to, to stem the flow, as it were, and, and pull them back into getting themselves organised. But, um, oh, sorry, just been distracted there by the halfway shot. Competition yeah. out there. I thought the guy was going to hit the shot clock. Well, <laughs> D- Derek Jeter's G- Derek more a uh, softer baseball player uh, with the Yankees. Yeah. So, um, yeah, trying a halfway <laughs> basketball shot. He's sort of um, trying to get him used to the... Um, the distance and uh, walking him back from uh, the free throw line towards halfway to try and win a proton. Yeah, but you get the feeling that Canberra have, have probably weathered the storm. They've uh, they know what's going to happen in the second half. They know how Dandenong is going to come out and uh, play defense on them and, and play that physical kind of game. And and you would expect that Canberra will be able to uh, make amends and and uh, take over. They're in a good position. It's eight points still, but. They're in a better position to uh, to tackle this game from here on in. Well, the scoreboard has really lost it. It's now 54-42. That's what I thought. I, thought <laughs> I got I'm distracted going, there. Uh, thought, yeah, it is 48-42. Yep. Um, Michelle's joined us up here. She spent uh, down at uh, sideline for the whole first half. Michelle... Uh, how was it for you down there? <laughs> it's hot down there. I don't know how the girls are feeling running up and down the floor, but it's pretty hot up there. And, uh, yeah, look, it's, it's a pretty um, at a f- frenetic pace out there, and uh, you can certainly see that it took a little while for the girls to get some of those cobwebs post-Christmas out. But it's a good game. It's a nice physical game, and you can certainly see the... It's uh, very physical. It's a very physical game. There's been a blood nose. Carly Wilson copped one, and uh, a lot of physical contact out there. Indeed. We were commenting, though, halfway through the second quarter there, the referees seemed to lose their whistle. They certainly did. There was a lot of body checking happening on the floor and sort of put their whistles away and let a lot of that go. And I think that, uh, you know, that certainly started to frustrate some of the girls, particularly I think Susie and Mariana Tolo were taking a lot of bumps in the paint from the Dandenong girls who, you know, in all honesty, they haven't got the size to compete with them. Uh, so they really do need to try something different. And uh, the referees tended to put the whistle away a little bit. But Canberra's done a good job, I think, to stick at it. They, for a while there, I was thinking that uh, they were really going to lose the pot a bit and let uh, Dandy Long sort of push them around and take them out of their game. But they've done a good job to stick at it. I'm not convinced that that scoreboard's right. I'm that one's not, no. <laughs> it has been uh, yeah, adding to a massive confusion. This is We've actually got the physical paper copy here, which tells us it's 48-42, not... 54-42, so there's obviously a couple of players from Dandenong who have been credited with extra points up there. One of them we know is Kathleen McLeod, who's only got 13, not 16. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure who the other one is right now. It could be, yeah, there's a lot of players, a lot of, they, they've got a lot of contributions off their bench. The Caps have got five players that have scored. Four. Yeah, that's right. And I only think four. Only four players who have actually scored. But I, I think that, uh, you know, the output of those players has been pretty good. And I, I'd be interesting to see whether in the second half some of those other players can start to, you know, step up and actually uh, convert something. I mean, Carly Wilson, she hasn't scored yet. Not many games that you don't see Carly Wilson getting a score. We know she can get a really hot hand, and I'd expect her to step in a bit. And Jess Bibby. Jess Bibby. <laughs> that's right. Last game I saw here, she was like 7 of 7 from three-point land before she finally missed one. Exactly, um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, not, not been 
offensively and defensively it wasn't good at the start but they've certainly uh, tuned that up and improved their defence. Yeah they did although I think that uh, you know in those last few minutes of the um, the second quarter there concern was around the fact that there was just too much penetration coming the way from um, Dandenongus and you know it's that challenge is to uh, not enable them to get up and get some open looks at the three-point line because they do have players that can knock them down, but at the same time, they can't give open layups either. So, uh, you know, uh, but the defensive pressure, you know, there was that patch in the middle where that happened and then towards the end of the, uh, the second quarter, they certainly uh, rotated better defensively. The Capitals I'm talking about rotated better defensively and put them under a lot of pressure with a big Susie Bakovic and a, a Mariana Tolo coming at you under the paint. You're thinking twice about getting that shot off. The Dandenong Rangers are already back out. They probably looked at the clock and went, oh, geez, we're about to start. Clock <laughs> <laughs> says 0-0-0-0. Uh, it's all ready for the second half, but... Uh, yeah, they were looking up at the scoreboard themselves, trying to figure it out. Yeah, look, I I really don't know that the uh, I don't know what the score is. I know that the stat sheet is telling us 48-42, but in the end, it's what's on the score sheet that matters. I don't think that the score sheet reflects what's on the scoreboard here. So I think what we'll have to wait for is the refs to sign off on the score sheet so that we can get a true score. They're putting up 42-50 on the scoreboard now. Well, it keeps changing. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So. Uh, a little bit of a, an unknown quantity. I think we should just go back to zero all and start start again. Forget the scoreboard, forget the score, and uh, focus on the next half of basketball. Um, but anyway, look, I think that um, Susie Bakovic's been great for Canberra. She's really just, uh, you know, dominating. I don't know how many. She must have it round, I guess, 18 or so points. and uh, 16, yeah. 16 points, and, you know, she's doing a good job for him on the boards, and certainly her presence inside defensively is is helping Canberra as well. So I think she's done a great job. And uh, Hannah Bowley came on and gave some valuable minutes. I thought defensively in particular she was good. She was, you know, those rangy arms and just getting good position and uh, disrupting uh, Dandy Nong's offence was good. But, uh, you know, I think the one that McLeod seems to be a player that um, Canberra's having problems with, even though she's not, not scoring a lot of points, she's certainly getting a lot of open penetration or, She's got 13 points, I take that back. She's certainly contributing on the scoreboard. Well, you, don't, you haven't noticed that of her, really. But, no, yeah, no. She's, um, she's had some easy walk-ins as well that didn't... Um, some defence went to sleep. But, well, the clock... Um, the score on the clock... The score on the board has changed. The clock um, has gone back out to 10 minutes. So I don't know if we're going to still have 10 minutes left before we start again. Yeah, it's a good point. No one seems to be really sure what the... Uh well, the teams have gone into their huddles, so one assumes that they're going on the basis that it's time to go. Well, there's <laughs> got to be, because the ABC TV commentators are standing down the far end doing you know, their <laughs> half-time wrap. Time wrap up, yeah. They've still got to get back and sit in their chairs before we tip off um, the, uh, the third quarter. So we've still got a few minutes. Yep. I might get down there. Before this will start. But, yeah, <laughs> you'll get to uh, listen in on uh, what the coaches uh, have to say as they uh, prepare to come back out for the third quarter. 48-42. We know that's the score. Sort of. We'll wait and see what gets signed off in the end. But uh, it has certainly been a crazy game. It is a little bit warm in here in the Palace. It's mid-afternoon game. Uh, as the Caps look to uh, get back into this in the second half as Simon Peters has come back and uh, getting himself... 
all ready for the second half as the uh, well Susie as the Bakumik is looks like she's not going to start in a second or maybe she is she's just standing there listening to uh, Carry Graf. Yeah, it could be. Mark Wright said his piece, but the ABC commentators are still uh, yakking away down the other end, so... <laughs> so it do- doesn't matter. I-, I cannot see the starting without them getting back to their seats. No, no. So I'm pretty sure we will have a few more minutes. Yeah, it's good to see Kel Abrams. Three minutes. Down there working I think. with them. Yep, three minutes. We've got one of the referees holding up three fingers. And I think he's saying three minutes. And the girls are going back to the benches, so... (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, well, let's get some balls out there and let's have some shoot-around and let's have some play. Let's let's, um, let's listen to Michelle. Referees have just indicated to the two teams that there's actually three minutes to go. Teams were lined up, ready for the tip-off, but we're waiting (laughs) for the TV. (laughs) Yes. Getting some treatment while she... uh, On her back. Well, she played just nine minutes in the first half, which is probably yeah, maybe a little bit of an injury problem there that just as just as back has affected been a, her. A concern her whole career. Yeah, she's going to lie down and get some more treatment. She's still yeah. got two minutes. It's a little uncomfortable. So. We'll wait and see. It's only the masseuse. It's not the although well, the physio's come over now, so we'll wait and see what's uh, how Jess is doing. Yeah, but she's down on uh, down on the floor. So the teams are back to warming up. The referees are still standing at centre court having a chat, and the ABCs are having their chat. Kelly Abrams, um, she is here. Yep. She ain't playing like the Canberra Times predicted. But <laughs> they got that part right. She is here. She is here. <laughs> so 48-42. The Dandenong Rangers leading by six at, th- at half time. Both teams still shooting at a, at a high percentage at half. Capitals of 41. <clears throat> Jess Bibby's just getting a little bit of treatment on her back. She's just a bit sore and stiff, as you'd expect after coming back from a Christmas break. Shoot-arounds and what have you don't quite match the physical nature of this game. Yeah, went out with Jess the other day to the movies, and those movie seats can be murder. So she's probably carrying an injury from that. <laughs> Was it a good movie? Ah, uh, yeah, we took the kids to see the uh, Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Oh. So, uh... <laughs> Yogi Bear. I, Yogi Bear's coming, yes, as a movie, yes. Yeah, that's going to be no, a hoot. I, I went and said, uh, you know, meet the, uh, I can't say that word on this family-friendly show. <laughs> oh, but dear. meet the kids. <laughs> As uh, the teams come back to the benches to start the, to get the final instructions again. I think I feel some airflow in here. It's probably uh, open one of the doors. It's up. been incredibly warm. It is very hot. A lot warmer in here, in here yeah. than it is outside. And uh, there was there was rumour on the floor at half time that the, the air conditioning wasn't even turned on yet. But, uh, <laughs> so the entire stadium is still in Christmas shutdown mode. The so- shop clock certainly has been. But uh, we're just feeling a bit of a breeze now. So hopefully we'll. Uh, be able to slow down our water consumption and <laughs> get into a bit more comfortable position as the ABC commentators sit back at their desks. So both teams at the benches and it looks like we're ready to roll almost. Now the referees are telling the teams to hurry up and get back out on the floor. 
And Michelle's got something to say. Coach Graff, because the TV decided it was time to go, but Mark Wright was talking to his girls about not settling for the first open look from the perimeter that comes their way, get it through sets of hands, look for some penetration. And the other thing he talked about was there's 20 minutes of basketball here. We have got to look to play for the full 20 minutes. Don't give me excuses and don't give me reasons for you to quit. There you go. The gauntlet has been thrown down. Dandelong have first use of it. Garn driving baseline. Wilson, a great block out of bounds. Dandenong will get the ball. Wilson just stayed with her and stayed with her. 14 left on the shot clock. Coming inbounds to McLeod. Shoots it up over the top. Ball loose. Tolo picks it up. Gets it off to Cozier. And Cozier will bring it into the front court for the Capitals. Coming, trying to stop her. Cozier spins away from her. Passes it back out to Nicole Hunt on the right wing. Back Kavik at the top. Puts it on the floor. Goes aside. Banks went in off the glass as Cummings took a big tumble. Steph Cummings going to uh, regret that late screen. She's well. She's looking a bit shaky. Uh, she's not looking is, good at all. Is, is that uh, is she acting or because if, if she's know. not, then uh, I'd be getting her off. Yep. She gets it on the she's right driven wing. Driven to the basket. Passes back to Garn. Off to McLeod on the left wing. That was a little bit scary there. Three for a from there won't go. Tolo gets the defensive rebound. And she just gets it off to Cozier, who's off down court. Left wing for Hunt. Into back of a low post. Turn around. Banks one in. Susie Couple just of positions for the Caps. <laughs> needed that breather at halftime, and Susie picks up where she left off. She's now got 18 points for the game. That should be, that should be yep, 22? 75% shooting. Three Coming to the three-point shot, so she's all right now. Yep, Ooh. she certainly looks a little bit better on her feet than she was a few seconds ago. Hunt's Hunt. just off the back of Kathleen McLeod's heel left, but she regathers. Drives Lots in. Wilson She's for three. Nice. Her caps back to within two. Closest. That's her first basket. Closest since uh, very early in the game. Cummings from the right corner blocked for three. Blocked Quickly outlet pass to Hunt down the right wing. Back to Wilson. Wilson inside to Tolo and nice. hooks it in. Caps tied up. 51 all. Tied up for the first time in a very, very, very long time. Foley driving under the basket. Reverse lays nice. it up nice. Yep. Did well to get that one as Tolo was shadowing her. Dandelong back in front by two. Wilson. Bakovic. Left side to Kozia. Cozier, looking to go to the baseline. No, comes back to Hunt. Right side in the corner is Wilson for another three. Yes! Oh, hello. Caps in front for the first time tonight, this afternoon. 54-53. Foley on the right wing. Back to McLeod. Foley into Bishop, low post. Backing in across the key and shoots from out front. The lead didn't last long. As Tracy Beatty gets ready to come into the game. Wilson. On the right wing for the Caps. To Bakovic. Left side to Cozier. Cozier to Hunt. Cutting into the key. Down the middle. Lays it up and in. Foul the actor shooting. She'll go to the line as the Caps go back up. And is that Bishop? Yep. Thought it might have been Gayan's fourth there. Three on Bishop. Well, three on Gayan, three on Bishop, three on McLeod. I don't think Mark Wright would be too happy. Michelle mentioned he didn't want them to be looking at the first shot that comes 
out of the offensive set. We've seen both McLeod and Steph Cumming take some not great shots very, very early on in the 24-second clock. So Hunt misses the three-point play, but Caps still lead by one as Tolo is out and Beattie is in. She's defending Garn, who spins in the lane. Back out to Bishop for three. Left that one short off the front of the rim, and Hunt will run the rebound down. It's a terrible Dribbles shot. it down the right wing. Off to Cozier. Cozier into back of it, low post, backing in the paint. Left-handed Ooh. hook shot, won't go for it. No foul, Corden. Bishop with a defensive rebound. Will dribble it down. Give it to Cumming on the left wing. Foot slip, no travel. Back to Foley. Foley all alone on the right yeah. for three. Sinks it. The defence hadn't got back, so she was left all alone. Susie went down after that drive, so it really was a five-on-four there for that entire set. Hunt into Bakovic. Stolen Ooh. away by Bishop, but Beatty keeps it alive. Only as far as McLeod is off to the other end. Two-on-one. Oh, almost picked it up. Gave it to Cummings. Cummings' layup won't go. And Wilson gets back for the defensive rebound. Gives it to Hunt. 58-56, Dandenong leading as Hunt takes on McLeod. Drives in, lays it in. Nice that work. That was great. Ties it up at 58. 5.46 here till three-quarter time. McLeod left side. Fall to Cumming. Left alone. Shot won't go. Back of it with a defensive rebound. Outlet to Hunt at half court. Cummings on her. On the right wing, she'll wait for her teammates. Back of it to Wilson on the left. Beattie came in low post, but goes back to the right to Hunt. Hunt into the paint at the free throw line. Banks tries to bank it in. Cozy gets the offensive board. And gives the Caps another off. Got amazing balance, Michelle Cozy. She was well off balance when she took that rebound. Just able to pull the ball in and, and keep her composure and get it out of there. Wilson, right wing, into back of it, who turns and drives at the basket, lays it up, Ooh. left it a little bit short though. And Bishop gets the defensive rebound. To Garn, on the left, into Wilson. Wilson looking for coming, cutting across the baseline. Got it to her, back to oh, McLeod, who's fouled the extra shooting, she'll go to the line for the three-point play. Defence went to sleep. Beatty's first foul has a couple of changes coming from yep. both sides. Pereira and Downey in for Dandenong. Susie having a breather. Romeo and Bowley in for the Caps. Susie just looks, I mean, and it's no surprise. She looks tired. She looks, um, she's well, out of shape. I was curious why Tolo went off so early as well in this quarter. Yeah, maybe Graffy's just thinking long term down the stretch. You know, we're, we're in touch with them now. We know with our full team on the floor we can, we can take them now. Cozier gets tripped up, but uh, no, call, no call on Bishop again. Wilson to Romeo on the right. Into Bowley. Looking cross court. Beatty cutting in at the basket. Lays it in. Tracy Beatty's first points for the night. Really good pass from Monique Bowley. Just a little give and go. McLeod three. Air balls, that one. The biggest weakness, I think, in her game is her shot selection sometimes. Sometimes it can be terrible. We've seen in this, you know, it's six minutes into this third quarter, she's had three or four just bad looks. Not helping her at the moment, but... Um... <laughs> Alison Lacey's just come in for the Capitals as uh, they look to try and get the ball in. Long pass to Romeo at centre court. Finally gets it to her. She'll drive down the lane, lay it in. Oh, too easy. 
the defense just sat off her. Bishop wasn't going near her. She didn't want a third, fourth foul. And the Caps are back in front, 62-61. Pereira on the left wing. Back to Bishop. Bishop to drive inside, trying to squeeze around Beatty. And that's called a foul. I think it's on, on uh, Beatty. Yeah, I wasn't sure so if it was Lacey or Beatty there. But. And, of course, you know, we've been uh, telling everyone about how the, the players and the refs are all a bit out of practice. I'd like to apologise to Hannah Bowley. We've been calling it a Monique all game. Well, I have, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, and we are. <laughs> so, Hannah, I'm very sorry. Monique, you've just left an indelible impression on us, I guess. So, uh, takes us a little while to get back into things after the Christmas break, too. Yeah, we had the Christmas New Year break, too. <laughs> Romeo gets the ball off the inbound. 62 all is the scoreboard. As Romeo puts up a three and hits it. She had plenty of room there. And the crowd liked that. McLeod brings it back down the right wing into Bishop. Bishop turn around and shoot. And a uh, little 10 foot jump is good. Well, Gahan just uh, mugged Romeo as she yeah. got the inbound ball. Well, knocked it out of bounds. Foul. Capitals <laughs> will still have it. As Lacey gets the ball off the inbound pass and Pereira will defend and chase her across centre court. Gives it to Carly Wilson, left wing. Wilson looking for Bowley, goes into Hannah. Hannah puts it on the floor, takes it and lays it in. Hannah! Out in the act of shooting. <laughs> Hannah. Nice work. Showing some really good stuff here. She's played well the whole game. Yep, able to take advantage definitely there against Pereira. All right, Bishop's off. Guess who's coming back in? Susie Antolo. <laughs> oh. And as soon as, as soon as Coach Graff saw that Bishop was off, she jumped up and uh, got her two big guns back on the floor. Not able to get Susie on straight away because she didn't go through the bench, so she's Bally, going to have to well, wait. Bally was going to be the one who she replaced. So she stays in there. She missed the free throw. On the baseline, they've got the second opportunity off the missed free throw. Leading by two. Romeo has it on the right wing. Driving inside, gets away from McLeod. Found in the act of shooting by Woosnam. That was a nice drive from Romeo. Just her first, we think. Bakovic is now in for Hannah. There's a real <laughs> opportunity here for Canberra to press this next couple of minutes. Well, we've got, got a quick timeout. I wouldn't be overly surprised to see Bishop come out at the end of this timeout, but uh, with Bishop off. And well, offensively, right now, the lineups, um, Dan DeLong are in trouble. Yeah. With, with Tola and Bakovic both out there and no Bishop. And Bishop's sitting down in the starting five position, so no real surprise. I think we'll see her come back out on the floor. Yeah. Mark Wright just not willing to risk that. Advantage. Wouldn't they love to have Hope Turdich right now because uh, she, she at least gives them some height. Some size and, yeah, put a body on and, and make the make the Caps bigs have to work. I mean, you know, it's even worth getting her out there, just being physical, giving away one or two fouls. Although the Rangers are in the bonus for this quarter. Well, they were a moment ago. They're not now. <laughs> I don't want to trust that scoreboard today, so... Uh, 2.53, 67.65, Caps are in front. We believe that is pretty official. Pretty accurate anyway at this stage. 
but until they actually sit down after the game and there's a referee sign off on it, we won't know. Michelle's been uh, listening in to the timeouts. Nope, Michelle isn't. Nope, we've, no, uh, she's having some technical issues. We've lost lost Michelle, but um, 2.53. So Susie back out. Yep, Bishop, as expected, rushed back out. She's got a couple of minutes, about a minute in all the confusion. and then, Plus uh, the timeout. A minute for the timeout, so it's all good. No. We'll work on that one. As Romeo goes the line for the free throws. Missed the first. Makes a second. 68-65. As the Rangers have it back in the front court. Bishop has it stolen away from her by Bakovic. Oh, On no. the floor, Romeo tried to tip it to Lacey, who couldn't quite get to it first. Now McLeod has it stolen away by Romeo. But uh, <laughs> Nicole Romeo just touched her. Foul called on the uh, on Romeo. That's her first for the game. Good pressure from Romeo. Dandelong will have it in the back. Good hustle as well. Let's see. The ball had been passed inside. Then the siren went off and they have said, yes, you can have your substitution. We've got Michelle working now, I think. We're going back to... Another. Just to make sure that they got total lock-up D for this three minutes of this quarter and really make sure that they are sticking it Dandenong. Woosnam with it on the right wing for Dandenong. Comes back to McLeod. McLeod using a screen from Bishop. Goes back to Bishop. Bishop backing in. Knocks Whoa. over Bakovic. No fouls called. Coming. Great Pull up jumper Carly left. Wilson. A short Tolo defensive rebound. Gives it to Romeo to cut down the right wing. She's got Lacey on the right for three. Oh, that nothing but that. That's what the Caps need from Alison Lacey. And the She's Caps lead by 6, 71-65. And we'll see over the next 11, 12 minutes just how much effect last night's game, where they did a lot of full-court pressure defense, what effect that's going to have on Dandenong. Bishop gets it at the elbow on the left. Back of it watching her. She backs it down, almost loses it on the ground. And who's the foul on? I think it's on Romeo. Yeah. No. She went in for the steal. Yeah. Bishop was on the ground trying to keep it live, and I think Abby got away with another one. <laughs> it's been her night. She it's been has a charm night. She tonight. has had a charm <laughs> night. When she's not out there swinging elbows or anything, but she's got away with a lot. So Dandenong will have it from the left wing. Woosnam as well. They're talking to the bench yet again. They've got to reset the. No, shot clock was shot a 14. Clock. It's back to 14. There's no change of possession on the foul, so. And McLeod now on the left wing has it, looking to cut inside. Cummings at the top to King on the right. Lacey watching her into Bishop at the elbow. Oh, Cross and Lacey. Long outlet pass finds Romeo. Drive at the basket. Lay it up and in and it goes. Great job. McLeod gets the ball back from the long pass from Woosnam. They're coming on the right, who is alone. Back to McLeod for three. Won't go over the back of the board. Tolo, jump ball. Caps ball. See, again there, just early in the shot. Shot clock and just not a great shot from McLeod. 
eventually, you know, it effectively turns into a turnover because that jump ball situation gives the gives the ball to Canberra. Capitals a minute from half from three quarter time up by eight, 73-65. It's uh, going to really tell. We haven't actually seen Bibby in this quarter. As Bakubic gets it inside, backs inside, oh. lays it in. Tough. Yeah, Susie just too big and too strong for Bishop. Back to McLeod, driving in the paint. Lost the handle on it, keeps the bounces to save it. Cummings around the corner, Ooh. finds Bishop on the right baseline. And then tries a wild hook shot. Tolo tips it to Romeo. Off to Lacey. She's found in the act of shooting. Are Yes, they will. That's She'll a go great line. Really good effort. Steph Cumming decided maybe 10 feet out that she wasn't going to let her get the layup and wrapped up her arms, but Lacey just had momentum, was able to get through and just scoop it up. Knew she was fouled, so she was just going she, for the She was the going chance. to the line, whether or yeah. yeah, no matter what happened. She got it to drop, and uh, that time Romeo returning the favour to Lacey. Last time it was Lacey with the outlet pass to Romeo, and Lacey ices a free throw, and the Capitals are in charge here, 78-65 with 30 seconds left. So probably one last chance here for Dandenong. Cummings from the right for three. Oh, Too wow. long. Bishop from behind. from the behind, but get their own <laughs> rebound and stick it back in. That's one of those things Tolo said about her, you know, fudging her stats where she misses the first shot and uh, gets it back. Tolo replies straight away at the other end. Tolo had a little dig at Bishop about missing uh, so she gets offensive boards. Oh, Sam Wisdom. Sam Wisdom with a three from the right. Yeah, threw up the buzzer beater was probably about five feet outside the arc and knew the clock was winding down, just chucked it up, banked it in. It's all good. 80-70. No, we're still having some technical problems with uh, Michelle. We'll see, um, we'll see if we can get to Just here. had an update from Barb Lotting, the Canberra Capitals manager. They... Uh, I'm not sure about Jess. She's a little bit sorer than they first thought, and she looks in a bit of pain. So I'd be interested to see if she actually takes the floor again for this game. Yeah, well, if they don't need her, I'd leave her sitting down. Yeah. With, uh... Yeah, they're in front by 10 at three-quarter time after being down by six at halftime. So yeah. a huge turnover in the third quarter. And now Dandenong are the ones with the pressure on them because they've got to make all the running. They're backing up. They only played last night, so they didn't even get 24 hours to, uh, to for turnaround. Finished last night about 9 o'clock, playing against the Institute, yep. and that was a full court. They put on a lot of full court pressure, trying a lot of things for their defense last night that uh, would have made them a little bit tired, and then they have to back up the next day. It was always going to be a tough ask, and we'll see how they go in this final quarter. But their bench is really going to be tested in the final quarter. Absolutely. Um, I mean, we've seen Capital in the last five minutes of that, that third quarter there just put a phenomenal amount of pressure on the ball. That Their defensive pressure on whoever's got that ball has been excellent. And you'd expect Graffy to keep pushing that case. Yeah, I think that's a big part of why Dandenong are down, down by 10. We've seen them settle for, for not great shots and... Uh, you know, they're just they're under a bit of pressure and, and the Capitals have got the sort of foot on the throat at the moment and they're not going to want to take it off. No, and I'm sure uh, Kerry would have been saying that. Coach Wright was focused on them trying to 
you know, block up the post, the Canberra post players, because they're absolutely killing them at the moment. The other end of the floor, Coach Graff was really focused on the fact that they're doing a good job defensively, and at the offensive end of the floor, keep looking to get those seals against the guys and go into it as best as you can. Yep. No surprises there from any of the coaches. So we've got Foley, McLeod, Woosnam, Garn, and Bishop for Dandenong. And for the Capitals, Bakovic, Wilson, Tolo, Lacey, and Romeo. Lacey had a very good last few minutes there in that quarter. She's rewarded with some starting time here in the fourth. Dandenong, first use of the ball. Foley tried to go baseline, can't. Gets it back out. Garn to Woosnam on the right wing where she hit that big three from. Into Garn in the right corner. Back to Woosnam. McLeod. Looking to drive left against Romeo. Gets past her. Puts up a shot. There's a little coat hanger there from Susie Bakovic. Yeah, it wasn't too much in it. Just enough to lock McLeod off balance. Well, when it, somebody, uh, Susie's side and Kathleen McLeod's side. Yeah, she doesn't uh, need to contact much. <laughs> doesn't take much. <laughs> Knocked it down. McLeod will go to the line for a couple of free throws on this their first possession. She makes the first. It's a really good game back for Susie. You can tell she's she's struggling. She's... Fitness-wise, she's, um, you know, we said it before, had six games this season. But but she has played really, really well. And so, played fantastic. Yeah, been great to see her. It's going to be scary to see her back fit and healthy. In about in five, the... six weeks when the finals come. Exactly. So what are you saying? Romeo left alone, puts up a three, oh, left a little bit short. Oh. Bouncing on the rim won't go. Bakovic with the rebound, sticks it back in. And the foul, too. She was unlucky <laughs> not to get the, the bonus shot there. Woosnam was right in her back. 82-72, Bishop at the left elbow, cross court, woos them on the right wing, driving baseline, runs into Susie, passes back out to Garn, back into Woosnam, Bakovic defending her, flicks it out. Foley oh. from the left wing for three, run around the rim, won't go, Romeo defensive rebound, straight down the right, left, right wing, into Tolo, Tolo hook shot under the basket, she was too far under, gets her own rebound and sticks it back in, so... She Tolo's did a bishop, got a rebound and uh Yeah, Tolo's footwork has just gotten better and better and better. She did very well there, was right under the basket, just able to position herself for the shot. Bishop gets it, backing across the key and then looks to come back. Oh. Okay, yeah, Susie Batkovic given the... Lacey. Are you kidding me, look? Because <laughs> uh, I think we all there for a moment thought that that was Susie's... Well, Bishop's taken a tumble and she's up grimacing and uh, looking hurt, but she's going to the free throw line. She'll smile now. Cozier and Felicity. She's played some valuable minutes over yeah. the last. Yeah, she's played well. Last five or so minutes of game time. <coughs> no, she's not going to the free throw line. Sorry, inbound ball for Allison Downey. Finds McLeod in the left corner. Goes under Tolo. And they're going to call it a foul, or they're going to call it a shooting foul, because she was really just trying to duck. Don't think she'll be... No, nah, they've got baseline, shooting. which is good. Third on Tolo, but that was, she did everything she could, really, there to avoid that contact, so... Downey again, inbound pass to McLeod. Back to Downey from the left corner. Hits it. It's only a two. Just a two. As Romeo gets the ball from the inbound pass. Back to Bakovic, he'll dribble into the front court. Gahan chasing her. Goes around Bishop. Takes it inside and scores. <laughs> she just bumped off Downey as well on the way through. Down for Foley. Another baseline jumper. Won't go. Bakovic gets the defensive oh, no. rebound. Falls to the floor. Jump ball. Caps ball. Looked awkward there. I hope Susie's all right. Just slipped on the floor. They need yeah. to wipe it. Yeah. Oh, man. 
You see a tumble and you just think knee. <laughs> yeah. But I think she's fine. Need a good wipe of that floor. Cozier, Romeo, Tolo, Wilson and Bakovic out there is the lineup for the Capitals right now. We're still eight minutes and five seconds away. This game ain't over by any stretch of the imagination. The Caps do lead by 12, though, 86-74. They have the momentum. Uh, Carly, Carly, Carly. <laughs> Somebody's going to come back and impasse. <laughs> As, well, she comes back and helps out Cozier eventually. And Cozier has it in the front court for the Capitals and dribbles to the left wing into Bakovic. Bakovic round the corner for Cozier. Spin move in there. Nice. Cozier scores. And Cozier has got 14 points for the game. Downey on the left wing. Cutting across the key. Off to McLeod. McLeod back out to Foley. Foley into the corner for Garn. Back to McLeod. She'll put on the floor. Drive in. Take on Tolo. And... Well, crowd doesn't like that one either. No, that, that's foul ball. number four on Tolo. Straight away, she's going to sit down back and Tracy Beatty come back in. If you're going to call that, why weren't they calling the stuff earlier? Well, I mean, Tolo went straight up and it was McLeod who initiated the contact, jumped into her, really. Uh, it's a, that's a harsh call. Makes you wonder. McLeod at the free throw line makes the first. Makes them both. 88-76 then. The Caps as Romeo will bring it down into the front court. Goes around the screen to the right side and then drives at the basket. McLeod had a hand in there. Ball tipped loose out of bounds off Dandenong. Caps ball under their offensive basket. 24 seconds back on the shot clock. You get a feeling something was said at half time to both Romeo and Hunt about just taking on McLeod because we've yeah. seen them just drive at her really well, get good looks and get some scores. So... Wilson uh, missed the shot and the Dandenonga back at the other end. Foley to McLeod on the left wing, lost it behind her, picks it up, just keeping it in. Into Bishop, cutting into the basket. And I think Susie's looking a little tired there. Just yeah. let her go. And Bishop has 19. Back of it to Cozier. Oh, oh it wouldn't drop, it would have been Almost spectacular. McLeod drives it down. Back for Downey for three. She, she knew it wasn't going, and Wilson grabs a defensive rebound. It's too early to take that shot. That's what Mark Wright was talking about at halftime. Just you know, think about when you're going to take those outside shots. Romeo to Cozier, left wing. Cozier looking for BT, gets it 2-0. Bishop tips it and throws it into the backcourt where Romeo will go back and get it for the Capitals. So Capitals still have it. Romeo driving left wing, goes around Beatty as McLeod didn't go around Beatty. Romeo (laughs) across the key, right-handed hook shot, ball tipped out of bounds off Bishop. Caps have hit the ball again, Bowley's coming in, Hunt's coming in. That was almost cruel. McLeod did did get up from it, she ran into Tracy Beatty's knee. (laughs) Tracy Beatty just set that big screen and Romeo ran McLeod right into it. McLeod likes to get up close in that physical space on the on the ball driver, and Romeo just steered a straight into <laughs> Tracy Beatty, and uh, that's a big she, target. She went to down hit. like a sack. It was, <laughs> ouch, that would have hurt. 88-78, six minutes and eight seconds still to go. 
Eight all this quarter. Eight all here in the final quarter. Yeah. Yep. Of course, it was a ten-point lead, so... But you'd be feeling good if you're Canberra. you got, uh, you know, we've talked about it all game. Susie's out of shape. She, you know, just looks like she's struggling physically, getting up and down the floor, blowing pretty hard. Still able to pour in 24 points. I don't know how many rebounds she got. The uh, Caps are shooting at 53%. Susie's got eight rebounds. That's amazing. So almost a double-double on... on uh, Tolo's got nine rebounds. <laughs> Come on, Tolo. She but she only got four points. Be about, be about Tolo's eighth or ninth double-double of the season if she can well, get out could, there yeah. and pull in another one. But um, Well, they're, they're both looking at double-doubles, so yep. it could be uh, coming shortly. But, but it, yeah... Hard not to get excited for when uh, when Susie does come back full strength. Yeah. Well, Susie uh, sat down, so it'll be Michelle's changes as Michelle's been listening. Coach Wright talked to the girls about the fact that there's still plenty of time left in this game and he really wants to test the Capitals out inside and get them to put the ball inside. If they collapse down on it, to kick it back out and take the open look from the perimeter. The other end of the floor, Coach Graff was just talking to the girls about the fact they need to lock down defensively and continue to go inside. They've got Danny Long on 14 fouls. Excellent. Caps don't score as Cozy has missed the little layup. Now the Dandenong Rangers Bishop left-handed hook shot won't go. Tip ball. Bowley picks it up. She'll get it off to Wilson to take into the front court. There's a three-on-two right here if she can if they were quick, but they won't take advantage of it. Back for Hunt. Five and a half minutes left here in the final quarter. Caps up by ten as Hunt sets it up from the right wing. Cozy comes out. No, cuts back to the right. Hunt goes back to the left. Three seconds on the shot clock. Wilson hit from the elbow, hits the basket. Carly's been great all game. She's, uh, she's as always, had a, a dominant defensive effort and is able to just take other players out of the game, and, and she scored when she's needed to. Downey from the right corner for three. Won't go. Cummings with the rebound. Back out to Bishop. Three from the top from hers all net. And it's a nine-point lead for the Caps. 90-81. to 81. Caps giving up 81 points, so wouldn't like that. Hunt on the right wing. Back uh, to Cozier for three. No, off the left. Bowley hunting for it, trying to keep it alive. It, and Pereira got the last touch on it out of bounds. It could have been a foul because Bowley was trying to chase it and was being <laughs> held back by Downey. But a Tolo and Bowley's back on to, to finish the job, you'd think. 4.45 to go. Sure They've had a breather. As long as they come away with a W, I'm sure Graffy won't be too upset about the score that they've given up. No. <laughs> Hunt to Cozier. Cozier into Tolo. Bishop steps in front and steals it. Off to McLeod. Down the right wing for the Rangers. Cuts into the paint. Down to Garn for the baseline jumper. Needed that one. Caps wanted a timeout. Carey wanted it. Not happy with the bench. As Wilson gets it in the right corner, back to Hunt. Hunt for Wilson on the left wing. Into Bakovic. Bakovic. Oh, won't go. Tolo inside with a rebound. She's fouled. fouled by Bishop. Yeah. Great be rebound. four on Bishop. So it's all tied up in the rebounding stakes. Timeout finally comes. And... The bench was signalling Capitals. Um, referee was signalling Dandenong. <laughs> uh, Graffy definitely wanted that foul, that uh, timeout, the last opportunity. So, 4:09 to go. 
Caps up by seven, 90 to 83. Yeah, it's a tricky, tricky position. Four minutes and nine seconds is an eternity. We could easily see another 20 points go on to this score. The way these two teams yeah. have been scoring, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Capitals, that's a long time to play with, uh, with the bonus foul situation. Uh, Dan and I have got some breathing room there, although with Bishop picking up a fourth foul, she can't give another one. And uh, it's going to be a real battle of wills, I think, here for this last four minutes. It's going to be, as we've predicted all game, it's going to be a real cracker down to the wire. Canberra have certainly been the much, much more dominant team in this, this second half. They've been fantastic. Bishop at 22, McLeod 20, the leading scorers. Well, Bakovic's got the game high at 26, Tolo with 18. As the teams come back from the timeout. And that rebound along. would be uh, Tolo's 10th, I think, too. Yep. Coach Graff talked to the Capitals about ensuring that they continue to attack offensively, particularly given go, uh, giving... Uh, Bishop's got four fouls. They want him to go inside and get the ball to Bakovic and Tolo. And at the Dandenong end of the floor, uh, they really focused on their offensive sets as well. Well, Tolo went straight at B- uh, Bishop. Didn't get a foul, but uh, didn't get the points either. Mm-hmm. McLeod at the other end then for Dandenong. Off to Pereira. Back to McLeod on the left wing. Coming around the screen. The pass for Pereira, who cut down the blind side. Way Nobody too watched easy. the easy layup for Pereira. Hunt has it back in the crowd, looking to try and get the home team home. 90-85, to five-point game of three and a half to go. Cozier from the top into Bakovic. Bakovic across the key. Garn watching her, dribbles it back out. Off to Cozier from the right wing, four seconds on the shot clock. Shoots a three oh. that's a little bit long off the back of the rim and out of bounds. Dandenong ball as Steph Cummings has gone down. Lacey Cozier comes off, Cozier. Lacey back on. Yeah, Cozy looks tired. It's a timeout advantage with the Capitals. They've got two left. Dan has got one. Steph Cumming did take that knock earlier. She's just taken another one, so maybe she's... She's um, not looking good yeah. at all. Yeah, Mark, Mark Wright Wright. having a shot at the referee. <laughs> yeah, that's just what your player needs when you're injured. Caps Physio coming over to help her out. She is in all sorts. Looks like her eyes are rolling around inside her head. Oh, wow. You don't like to see that. She is in real trouble. Yeah, well, I think that's probably compounded by that earlier knock that she took as yeah, well. Yeah, she so. didn't look good after that. I would have been... If I was a coach and I'd seen that, I mean, you know, the reality is that the coach doesn't see everything that's going on out there, but we've got a pretty good view from up here, but I wouldn't have let her go back on after that. She cannot stand up. They're laying her down. But the game continues. Kathleen McLeod now. Brings it down the left wing. Foley comes back to centre court. On the right side for McLeod. Gets away from Lacey. Pass back round to Garn into the free throw line. We've got a foul away from. Alison Lacey's been called for something. Oh, I missed that one. And in the penalty situation, that'll put Garn at the line. I didn't think she was anywhere near. Well, Steph Cummings definitely in the best hands she can be in at the moment with the doctors. Uh, she's looking in pretty bad shape, pretty severely concussed, I suspect, at this stage. Definitely, you could literally, I mean, <laughs> the court's what, about 20 metres away from us and you could see her eyes just rolling into the back of her head. That was not good. 
Misses the second. Sabakovic just dribbles it into the front court. Lacey to Hunt, and they'll set up the play. 90-86, 2.54 left. Caps up by four as Tolo and Bishop will go at it. Pass to Lacey under the basket. Back out to Wilson. Three from the left. In Man. it goes. Big basket for the brilliant. Capitals. Every it's time they've needed Holly it. Holy gets loose on the far side. Layup won't go for it. Pereira inside. Oh, lost wow. the handle on it. That's another big play for the Capitals in yeah. favour of the Capitals. Yeah, Carly Wilson being terrific. Mark Wright's still arguing with the referees about the hit on Steph coming. He ain't going to win. Well, they're not going to turn around and change their mind or do anything about it now. So, the uh, yeah, Carly Wilson just every yeah, time the Caps have needed her to do anything, she's just been able to step up and knock down big shots. Lacey to Wilson in the front court. Caps up by seven, two twenty-eight to go. Lacey from the top. Totolo, low post, is backing down, yeah. Bishop down and lays it in. That's where they want well, to send it Steph every Steph Cummings is up walking, so... That's a good sign. That's good. Bishop drives inside, lays left-handed layup. Oh, that wow. was too easy. Yep. But Tolo wasn't going to go near her as well. There's Romeo at the top of the key, off to Tolo. Tolo being watched by Garn. Passes to Romeo on the left now. Into Bakovic. Across the key she goes. Back out to Wilson for three from the top. Ooh. Left it off the front of the room. Bakovic oh. keeps it alive. Great job from Susie. She just reached in and hoiked it out. Knew she had players out there. Wasn't going to get the rebound, but she got the control. She should be credited with it. Goes down with one of those team rebounds. Or Oh, well, wow. Oh, we got bodies down all over the place. Bishop's is that Bishop? Is this Bishop? Yeah. It is. She's just trying to get through to Susie there, and she knocked down Nicole Romeo. So, well, and then her... With a minute 33 to go, Abby Bishop sits down. We've got another timeout. Yeah, that's Well, he didn't have much choice at this stage. He's got to give them one last burst and see what they can do as the Caps lead 95 to 88. Steph Cummings well, a minute and a half. standing up in their timeout over there. She still looks very groggy. The coaching staff really should just grab her and sit her down before she falls yeah. down. Yeah, it's just her nah, left, left eye has uh, taken the bump on that last one. I yep. would guess she's going to end up with a big shiner on that left sort of lower cheekbone there. But the game, Capitals up by seven. Some pretty big shots there. Carly Wilson missed that last one, but that three she knocked down about a minute and a half ago was pretty crucial. Dan and I were back up to five points. They were looking like they were maybe getting on a bit of a momentum swing, and Wilson hit that shot, and you saw all the collective shoulders of Dan and players just drop. And, and then they uh, missed the layup down oh, the other yeah, end. The volley uh, layup was crucial too. Yeah, a couple of big plays that in the end just may be the difference here. It ain't over yet. Well, that's that factor of playing a big game last night and then playing again tonight. Yep. Coach Wright, talk to your girls about it. It's time to roll the dice. Get up in the full court, get in the lanes, take some gambles, be aggressive defensively. At the other end of the floor, Coach Graff, talk to the girls about continue to push the ball inside and dominate the paint. Yeah, well, without Bishop... They could certainly do that. Lacey with the inbound pass for the Caps. Gets it into Wilson. Baseline jumper. It's good for them. Carly and it's Wilson. 97 to 88. Nine point lead with a minute 30. Garn inbounds the ball to McLeod and they use weight back for her. 
No full court pressure there. Off to Garn. They'll be looking for quick shots. Oh. Wilson almost with a steal. Pereira ends up with it on the left wing. Three from her. A little bit short. Wilson almost got the rebound. But Foley got it and stole it. Back to McLeod. McLeod to Foley. Three from the left wing. Three's the name of the game, I think. Ball loose as Tolo picks it up off the back of it and she'll dribble into the front court and will she get fouled? Now she's been fouled by Alison Downey. Downey did good. She wasn't, you know, didn't, didn't mug her but was definitely trying to foul her and slow her up. And they've got fouls to give. That's only their third team foul. They, uh, you know, you saw Mark Wright yelling and screaming as soon as Caps got possession. He wanted the foul down in the back court, but Canberra able to advance it, you know, probably seven or eight valuable seconds left in this game. A couple of pills has um, just been oh. dished off to uh, Steph Cumming from their doctor. But she's got quite a headache as uh, Downey quickly down the court, gets it in the left corner for the basket. Romeo gets away from 1-2, gets it to Wilson. Down for Tolo under the basket. Shot won't count because it missed. Foley just fouled. Foley, sorry, just took the arm. That's just uh, the first foul on Jess Foley, so... Yeah, she's been quiet just following nine points. But, um, yeah, hasn't hasn't really been out there. Good thing to mention, too, the Capitals are on their way. There's 50 seconds left. Tolo's going to shoot two. Missed this is the first. first. But they're 97 at the moment. And they've done that without from their top scorer, Jess Peter, yeah. who's averaging 14 points a game. So it's a great effort. Makes the second. 98-90, 50 seconds as Dandenong will be looking to set up for some threes. Garn to Pereira in the corners. Downey stepped, stepped out of on bounds. the end line, wow. on the sideline. Yep. They did that last night against the AIS. Yeah, we've seen a bit of it. And, I, the and I said they never had another three from outside in the corner, but two minutes later they did. Alison Lacey has it knocked away from her into the front court. Downey, loose ball. McLeod picks it up off to Gahan for an easy layup. 33 seconds left. Lead is 6, 98-92 as Wilson dribbles it down the left wing. Into back of it, low post. From out front shoots oh. it, and it goes. That's the ton. 100-92. to 92. With 20 seconds, Pereira puts up a 3 from the right. Won't go, and Foley coming through, knocks it out of bounds. It'll be Caps ball in the backcourt. 100-92. to 92. This is the first 100 for the Caps this season. It is. Romeo to Tolo. Tolo dribbles it down. Wilson left wing for three with six seconds on the shot on the game clock. Shot won't go. McLeod gets the ball. Caps have got the win. 100 to 92 in a great game of basketball. And guess what? These two teams go at it next week down in Melbourne. Yep. Oh boy, is that going to be a beauty? <laughs> That'll be worth the price of admission. Definitely. If you're down in Melbourne, you want to get along to that one because it is going to be equally as tight. I reckon it's going to be a a very, very hard fought one this time on Dandenong's home terms. But a fantastic game from Susie Bakovic. Finished up with 26, 26 points. I'm not sure if she got to the 10 rebound count. I'd say she would have. She was pretty heavily involved. Yep, yep got yep. the du- yeah, they both got yeah, both got the double-double. Tolo and Bakovic, so wonderful result for them. 21 points for Tolo. Okay, They've got uh, Coach Carrie Graff down with Michelle. Graffy, that's a good win for you guys. Uh, Danny Long scored a few more than your uh, team goal, but uh, good to get that win. 
Yeah, absolutely. Look, you know, our containment defence in the first half really hurt us. We went to zone to try and protect our bigs and contain better. And I think that worked for us, you know. And, and look, often people say when there's high-scoring games, it's lack of defence. I think often it's, you know, particularly with teams like ours and theirs, it's about great offence. I mean, you know, players hitting big shots, making great plays in the lane. I mean, that was a high-standard WNBL game, you know. Offence, big hits. Um, it was it was like a final. You don't, As you say, you don't expect finals to be 100 to 92, but um, that's a great win for us. And certainly you guys dominated inside, but, you know, it's a team effort, isn't it, that you guys got the ball to them at the right time and were open for the perimeter shots when it came back out? Yeah, absolutely. Look, and I, I think it shows the depth of our team too. You know, we sat Bibby for the whole second half because Lacey was doing a good job for us, and not often you have the best six man in the league on your team and not play them at all in the second half. But, you know, that's the depth of our team, you know, that we've got people that can play, they can sit and come in and help us. So Susie Bakovic was great in her first game back for us, just battled hard on the glass, made some big shots. Um, you know, team effort, I thought Romeo in the point guard spot did some wonderful things. Must set the tone early. Wilson came out with some big shots down the stretch. I think, you know, speaks volumes for the depth of our team. It does, and that's exactly what you need for finals basketball, so it's looking good coming into finals. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a great test. You know, we've got to now go down to Melbourne and hit them again. It's going to be back in their gym. You know, there were some big hits out there today on both teams. Um, it's going to be more of the same. Thanks for your time, Greffy. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, good to see the acknowledgement there for Carly Wilson. And uh, and she did mention Lacey as well. Lacey did have a, some very valuable minutes there, end of the third, early into the fourth quarter. Was just able to step up into that gap. And it's, it is part of Canberra's strength. They've just got that depth that they can rotate different players into, into different positions sometimes too and just do a great job. Michelle's going to try to catch up with Mariana Tolo. A great game from you tonight, but a really good team effort from the girls, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Some girls stepped up at some really crucial times, and I think um, Susie had a great game. Uh, Romeo, Moss always strong. Um, Lacey had a, a big shot for us, and um, girls just step up, and that, that's a good quality of our team. You know, we've got people that can step out at different times, and that makes it really exciting. Thanks. Take some of those big hits and give you a bit more. Definitely, you know, um, they were really physical tonight. Um, I, I missed a couple of shots that I could have easily made, and I should have made, sorry, and, and Susie was fantastic. She was bumping and grinding and took the pressure off me, and, and it just enabled a great team effort from everyone. Yeah, good job there from Tolo again, another double-double. She's got to be leading the league in double-doubles this season. I think that's probably about a 10th or 11th, so... She's doing a fantastic job. Michelle's trying to catch up with Susie Batkovic. Susie, terrific output from you today. Uh, first game back, you missed the game before Christmas. Was it a tough one for you? Yeah, it was. A little bit emotional. Um, but, yeah, good to be back. Yeah, I think you like certainly racked up the points and on the boards you were dominant. You were getting a bit of shoving and pushing happening in there. Do you like it that way? Yeah, a little bit physical, but um, they kind of get you, you know, a bit cranky, so you sort of go a bit harder and stuff, so yeah, it's good. One point in the game was a coast-to-coast from Susie Backfix, not something we see, but uh, is that new to your game? Um, no, it's actually old, I just always get in trouble, so I kind of forgot what I was doing, I was like, oops, sorry, Graffy, and lucky I made it. <laughs> that was a really important um, win for your, game, for your girls, and uh, coming down the stretch, coming into finals, it looks like the team's really starting to gel. They know how to get the ball to you. You get it back out to them when, you know, they collapse and jam it up. So you get a good feel about this one? Yeah, definitely. Look, I mean, credit to the girls. Um, they've been fantastic through everything they've helped me through this season. I've had a shit 2010. They've been there the whole way. Um, and look, it's um, a credit to them. It's disrupting me in and out, being injured, having, you know, some personal things going on. And, you know, they've just 
hasn't phased them at all and they've just been so supportive and, you know, I come back, this has only been back for um, one real training and then I hit, hit the floor, you know, and, and it's great, like, it's great to have a team that, you know, can feel each other and just so supportive and, and just work off each other. So, you know, like, it's, it's really, it's really um, comforting and nice to be in, in an environment like this. That's great. And it was pretty hot out there today. I, I looked at the girls and there was a bit of puffing happening out there. It felt like there was no air in here. It was like we are trying to pinch everyone's air of each other. But, um, yeah, it was a little bit warm today. Great game and uh, good luck for next time. Yeah, that was classic old Susie. I remember when she was back at the Institute uh, a couple of times in games, Phil Brown calling out, you're not a guard, Susie. <laughs> she loves to bring the ball up. And she's good at it too. She's a, yeah, she's uh, a decent ball carrier for someone her size. Yeah, I don't know how many turnovers she has. But, yeah, she, she can handle the ball for... Uh, a player who's not supposed to handle the ball. Absolutely. But uh, she definitely played well. Michelle's walking down to uh, have a chat with, um, trying to catch up with Abby Bishop from the Dandenong Rangers. Because she got uh, a lot of fans Had a big game, there. 24 points. Abby, not quite the result that you guys wanted. It was a pretty tough game out there today. Yeah, it was definitely physical, um, especially for us post inside. Tolo and um, Susie are a lot to handle. But like you said, wasn't the result we wanted. But the, the good thing about this game is um, we get another chance and we play the Caps next weekend. That's right. And you really were, like, you were in it the whole game. I think the end split was seven or eight points. But, you know, you guys led for the first two and a half quarters. So, you know, if you can continue with that, that's uh, good for coming into the final. Yeah, that's right, and I think, you know, in this game particularly, it was, it was our fault. You know, Cavs play good, but we played really, really well, and um, letting them get that little lead in the third quarter was totally our fault and something that we need to adjust and look at because our third quarters have been really, really bad this whole season. But, um, you know, come next week, I think, a week of training, we know what they do, we know who they, you know, everything they do now, so we're all over it. And just yourself, back in uh, Australia after a season at the WNBA, how was that experience for you? It was really good. It was definitely different, um, something that, you know, I never really um, thought that I would get an opportunity to do. But, you know, I took that opportunity and, I, you know, we won a championship. So it was really good. I met some really nice people and have um, made some, you know, special friendships. Alison Lacey was out here tonight, my um, former teammate. So, um, you know, a, a nice championship ring and um, maybe go back, maybe not. We'll wait and see. And uh, in terms of coming back to Canberra, how's that been for you? sort of left Canberra on a high note, winning a championship and what have you, and how are you adjusting to being in Melbourne and Dandenong? Um, you know, I think Canberra's always going to be what I call home, um, so I love coming back here. Melbourne, you know, I don't really like the big city life, but Dandenong is about 40 minutes away, so I'm adjusting quite well, but, you know, all week I've been excited about coming back to Canberra. I've got a lot of friends here, I've got some family, and, and you know, all the girls that I used to play against, Graffy, my old coach, and, and all that, and especially the, the court that I used to play on, so I'm more than happy to be here, and unfortunate about the loss, but um, things can get better in the, the run to the playoffs for us. Well, good luck season. Yeah, very popular back here as well. Uh, we've seen a lot of fans down at that end. They're all uh, all crowded around Abby. No one really asking the other tended on girls for a for a um, for an autograph. But uh, Michelle's good, good. trying to get her to hunt down some other interviews. But the Dandenong girls are all cooling down nicely and. I think she's going to talk with Sam Woosner. Yeah. Bishop got a nice little uh, response when she did foul out from the crowd too, I thought. Yeah. Um, Sam, new club for you and a little bit inconsistent for the season so far for Dandenong. But, um, you know, tonight's effort was fantastic. Unfortunately, didn't get the win, but looking good for finals. Yeah, it's my 
the first two games after our break have been really good. And, I mean, I guess it's expected to be a bit inconsistent with, I mean, Al's the only person. Um, oh. I think we've lost them again. And was it a big move for you to move to uh, Melbourne from Adelaide and that sort of stuff, or was it something that you obviously didn't have planned but just fell into place? I fell into place uh, as, yeah, it wasn't planned. I wasn't going to play anymore. I'm Victorian. It's good to see you back in the league anyway, so thanks for your time. Yep, Sam Wisdom there talking with Michelle down on the court. Is uh, the Capitals... Well, they got the win 100-92, to but these two teams will go at it again next week down in Melbourne. And what will be based on what we've seen here tonight, a great performance from both sides. Abby Bishop, 24 points, the leading scorer for the Dandenong Rangers. Um, Kathleen McLeod had 20 to be their, their second leading scorer. Abby didn't get the double-double. She only got eight rebounds. Uh, Two double-doubles for the Capitals, though. Susie Bakovich, 26-10. and 10. Mariano Tolo, 21-10. and 10. And 14 points for Michelle Cozier, 53 had uh, four rebounds as well. <laughs> that, uh, that whole game shooting percentage is just quite amazing for Canberra, 53%. Turned around a little bit. Um, early on, Dandenong was shooting better, and uh, it d- definitely did turn around. And uh, what a performance, what a game. Just a, a great game of basketball. So Caps stay on top of the ladder, consolidate their position way out in front of everyone else. Oh, yeah. And important, they've got, uh, after this game against um, Dandenong next weekend, I think they've got to run a three straight games here at home. Yep, hosting West Coast, Bulleen. That's going to be a cracker. 29th of January here the AIS Arena. That is going to be the... Uh, the, probably the grand final preview, but um, that's going to be massive stuff. The um, then then Logan Logan twice in two weeks as well. So haven't beaten Logan this season. No, in fact that was their first loss yeah. the, on the road up there. Dropped it by one point up yeah. in Logan. So they play Logan here on the fifth of Feb. Then they go up to Logan. No, but no, no. Uh, no yeah. double road trips for the Caps for the rest of the season, which is good. No double yeah. game weekends, in fact. So only the single games each weekend. So Well, geez, uh, they had enough of them at the start of the oh, season. They had a horror start. Right. And you can see why Graffy is, uh, you know, she's, she mentioned at the beginning of the game, she's in playoff mode. It's almost like that. They're going to have one game every weekend leading into the playoffs, leading into, you know, the end of February. So... Uh, it's a, it's a good time to, to get into that mindset. Of, and no, you know, nothing easy. No. There's, there's I, some tough games. Personally, I, I think that's always a good thing. You don't want to have a whole bunch of, of easy wins, you know, and then bang, walk into the playoffs. So they've got, you know, they've got Dandenong again. West Coast are not going to be easy. West Coast almost pipped Townsville last night up in, up up in, in Townsville. Townsville. They've, uh, they're, they're doing quite well. So that's not going to be a walkover. And, and they're, they're in contention for a finals place. They so. are. They're fighting for it. <laughs> um, Which you wouldn't believe after the last few years that they've had. Yeah, the way Sydney's playing at the moment, you know, they're not playing great basketball and they are just behind Sydney in that 7-6 and six spot, so uh, we could expect that. And then, yeah, Bulleen, Logan twice, then Sydney at the end. And then and even regardless of the position in the ladders of, of both teams, Cap-Sydney is always a big game. It's just such a rivalry there and such a history. It's always a big one. But our, our next game will be next Sunday, I believe. We'll be, um, speaking of Sydney, the AIS will be hosting Sydney next Sunday, so... Make sure you stay tuned to sportradio.com.au for that game. Yes, but the AIS will look to uh, 
perform a lot better than they did in the first half last night. Uh, they'll look to consolidate on their second half performance last night, which was a lot better. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the first half last night, they just looked like they were trying to run things at about 700 miles an hour, and um, <laughs> nobody knew what well, the others were pieces, doing. You put some two new players in, they can always just shake things up, so... Yeah, but yeah, they're, they're, they're in very good hands under Coach Brown. Uh, they are, and they, they came out in that second half, and you would have thought it was, you know, the players had swapped shirts. <laughs> they, they turned it around and looked a, a lot better in the third quarter. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, we, we know what they can do. They've just got to uh, build on it on that second half. But, and we'll be yeah. there next Sunday to bring you all the highlights of that game. So, just recapping on the score here, the Capitals, 100, have defeated the Rangers, 92, in a, in a massive arm wrestle of a game. And uh, a well-deserved win for the Capitals and a good start to their second half of the season in defence of their championship title. On behalf of Mark Aston, Michelle Hocking and Craig Ravel, this is Simon Peters wishing you a good afternoon and we will catch up with you next weekend.